to Thursday. My goodness, it's Thursday already. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady Brett, Big Dick Toledo. We're here. We're ready. We are uh, flying through another perfect day. The last day of Operation Hydration. I know Brett doesn't like driving and meeting people, but he's been doing great all summer. And if our lobby's any indicator, we've been killing it. So that's like just a third of what we've gotten in here. They keep bringing it. They pick it up and get it, and it fills up again. So uh, great job all year. And the drinking team that loaded up the, uh, the Phoenix Rescue Mission's warehouse the other day. I'm pleased once again. We're pleased once again with the response. And the uh, I mean, that's just awesome. Brett's got a little pep in the step today because he's celebrating one of the greatest of all time. Rocky Marciano would have been his birthday. Is it Rocky's birthday today? Yeah. The Rocky. other Rocky. Yeah. The real Rocky. The only actual <laughs> tangible. Oh, it's touch, like a real Rocky. It's the touch but, and know, feel you know. Rocky. <laughs> I swear to God, that was one of, my, one of my favorite moments of you being in this room. Is named, like the three greatest boxers of all time, and Balboa was second. <laughs> <laughs> Italians in their box. Don't get me started. <laughs> It is, you know, I told Brady this morning I was reading a story and we were laughing because uh, the second, a, a guy who's real close to the Minister of Energy in Russia uh, just retired as the president of Luke Oil, as a big oil company. Uh, uh, Great Britain, UK basically said, uh, we're going to put sanctions directly on you individually. You're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to do anything. And the dude just steps away from his position and he's like, I'm against this war with Ukraine. I think a ceasefire is in order. And that's it. And that's the last we've heard from him in the press. Well, I don't know how it happened. And the news is they're investigating in Moscow. But he fell out of a sixth floor window yesterday. The Clintons made it all the way to Russia? (laughs) The Clintons. But that's the fun part is that you sit and think about, like, all the, oh, my, the Russia. Russia is so crooked. And then you go back and look at just heavyweight boxing in the United States and see that when certain groups were in charge, those that was, was, it was when better. the fix was in. It was better. It was insane. How many Italians held belts? It was, and they were running the mob part. Even prior to that, black people weren't allowed to walk on the streets, and we had a couple heavyweight champions that were black. They managed. They're just better at it. His reach is thirteen inches shorter <laughs> than his opponent. Nowhere, five foot nine inch, hundred and sixty five pound heavyweight champion. I'm knocking these got brown bomb on my ass. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, a list of little Italians as champions. Because if you were a black guy and the mob came up to you and said, So you think you're going to beat Vito this weekend? Huh? That's what you're planning? That's what you're thinking? I got a pretty good shot. I'm going to whip his ass. I feel real good about my chances. You know what's going to happen if you do that? <laughs> uh, I get a belt. Oh, you get a belt wrapped around your neck. <laughs> and then a series of things we can't say. We're, yes. Phantom we, punch. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, just lay down. Just a fourth round. And then we tell you lay down on a fourth round. You carry him through three. Fourth round. But I could win. You could win. If you want to live, you won't win. But you won't. And you will listen to me. And the next thing you know. Oh. Vito Cincinzi is the champion. And like, <laughs> what is going on? It is. So, but we, we act like we're so above it all. When a Russian guy falls out of a window six floors, I'm like, we really can't figure wow, out what horrible happened. Horrible accident. Just terribly. He was in the hospital already for... Uh... All he wanted to do is just step away from his job. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just... He, he took a couple... He said a few bad things about Putin and the war, and well, within a week of that, he's he's fallen out of sixth floor. And sixth floor is a perfect window to fall out of. You're going to die. But it's not going to be like a suicide. It's going to... It's gonna, I don't know what it is. I don't know. But And it's a warning still to the others. He lost his balance. I, what can I say? 
hospitals well known for their human adult size openings outside windows with no uh, safety measures. It's ridiculous. So another door window. Oh, the cops are here and they've they've opened up the lights. We're all in trouble now. Oh, I hope that's actually a thing already. I hope they're not here to. I hope they're actually pulling somebody over. What we got going Maybe on? Maybe they're the dropping off breakfast. It's like uh, I'm way too into OP live. Oh, he's going to ticket my car. Turn your lights off. Act like we're not home. What'd you do, Brett? The other thing I thought you were going to say is that Brett was uh, Brett was going to go take care of that. I saw last night. I almost called you. Like there was a, a truck that turned over and a bunch of Alfredo, Alfredo. sauce. Alfredo. <laughs> the day before. Tomatoes. Yeah, clean up crews on scene. Just mopping it up with bread. That's from a job, but it's not bad. Yeah, just the it, tears were rolling down my yeah. eyes yesterday when I read that one. Yeah, that's it. What's going on in this world? <laughs> what I is mean, this world coming to? What the f is going on? Uh, yeah, I so. mean, I can understand a guy falling out of six stories. That makes sense. That happens all the time. But who ruins Alfredo? Yeah, why would you not drive that with your caution lights on, go five miles an hour? They're looking for somebody. They're circling our parking lot. He had a spotlight on. That cop's not listening. Good do nothing. Us. Flipping lights on around us. Oh, I like that. Maybe they're doing something at KSLX. I don't know. Either OP way. Live. Yeah, that's what I said, Brady. Yeah. Like, yeah. They get Ron Howard driving the car. There's a ski mask in the area. Oh, so that they, could be. A ski know, mask yeah. hasn't arrived yet. We're, we're looking for the criminal. <laughs> that's a ski mask. Uh oh. Oh, that's him. That's uh, my buddy, Ben. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> he, said, I'm, he said, I'm working the all nighter. Here's some cherries for you. <laughs> Somebody, we got all excited. I wanted criminals. I wanted crime, man. All right, nothing. Anyway, uh, I had some fun yesterday that I think, uh, you know how I told you about when you trying to merge and the traffic's bad, you look for a Tesla and they have to get out of the way because yeah. they're designed to do it. I, well, I've done that a bunch and I'm like, little life hacks. They call those life hacks. I found another one just for fun. Now, we're all kind of like weirded out and tired of, uh, I, we're not tired of it. It's just, it's just too much. It's a, It's overwhelming. To have the pronouns and the gender thing. But, you know, check your box, whatever, and then uh, move on. Well, yesterday I went to a place, and I had to fill out their little iPad. You know, when you first sit down at, like, a medical center, I had to fill out the iPad, and it says pronouns. It wasn't even a medical center. It was just a skincare thing. Uh, it's uh, pronouns on this, though, right? So I'm, I think I'm, I don't know. I'm he, him. You, you had options. Like, they yeah. wanted a, he, him. She, her, they, them, he, them, she, them, he, she. He, she. So the staff is asking, what do you like to be called? And I'm thinking, this might be fun. Let's see if they pay attention. So there I am and you know, workout clothes, uh, you know, basically a T-shirt and uh, sweatshorts. And I, I go ahead and I click on uh, the, uh, the she, them. She, them is mine. Right? See if they pay attention. This poor woman, probably about 64, 65, clueless as to, trying so hard not to hurt me, comes in. Not and she to goes, stumble. How are them doing today? I'm like, that's not even how you use it. But I'm <laughs> good, thank you. And I, I caught it immediately. She was trying so hard to let me know she'd read the chart. How are them today? How are them? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Fine, fine. What are we doing today? Oh, it's going to go out and just uh, it's got a workout planned and uh, some other stuff. Oh, yeah. My daughter, they go and do that. To, she wouldn't even call other people she or he. Like, she or he I'm not stumbling. was like the N-word in that yeah. room. She was like, she or he was out. Like, these pronouns are 
horrifying. And there, I mean, it's me. It's like dressed exactly as I am today. Yeah. I don't look like I'm working too hard to be a she them. I don't look like, like she's probably looking at me. Funnest day I've had in my life. Next lady comes in. And she is the same exact way. She was less on the just inappropriate English, but trying real hard to, to hit the thems. Like, no, when a them comes up, you knock it cold. What do you do for a living? I host a radio show. Oh, oh. That's, that has to be exciting for them. Like, just say you. <laughs> just say you. You still apply. I'm still an individual human being. Wouldn't that? Didn't correct them once. It was amazing. And literally all I'm there for was like zit cream. Like I just went into this place that a friend of mine recommended. I've got a Gandhi zit on my head. And my God, it's the year of skin care. That's my, my New Year's resolution. I had the Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty. I've had a couple of delightful facials. This uh, person I know recommended this other place. And I went, I'm like, okay, I'll give that a try. And they just, they peeled me. I got a little, I got a little dry peel yesterday. I don't know what that is. But they put some apricot cream on there and then ripped my skin off. We'll get this right here. They stuck a needle in this zit on my Gandhi zit. Yeah, you're predict, predicting that thing to. I'm telling to you, finally right peak. Oh no, I've been trying. I squeeze. It was bruising, so I'm like, you got to stop that. I give her credit. She took the little thumb bruise away, but she made the thing even redder. I look more Gandhi than ever. But I, it doesn't matter. It's, it. I, it's my year of skincare. They hit them. Never called me she. Never once did they hit the she. But I'm like, this is what I'm going to do now. This is more fun than like just looking going. Ah, what the. F- going on i'm just gonna check the enjoy wrong enjoy the dance and see if they play and worst case scenario brady you'll like this part they hit the wrong pronoun you look at them days free you can start throwing some sort of a you know federal case at them <laughs> and they and they're not going to charge you 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 would do that for a freebie this wasn't cheap you should mark down that you're uh you're latino too so you'll be a latinx <laughs> that's right <laughs> i don't know if they'd come in and go how are latinx day today <laughs> the way I, she was going she probably oh, would she was and i felt so bad for because Look, this lady's been asked in her lifetime to do an awful lot of changing. And so she see and credit to them. They're not just taking that iPad and making you check boxes. They went and said, ah, mother f- We got to she them. <laughs> Never once did they say she, which disappointed me. Because this figure here, not that I'm toxic masculinity walking, but I, I'm not, it's, it's not hard to They're figure out what like, I am. They're looking like, I... Yeah, there's I'm no, not taking any chances. Yeah. I'll, I'll just stick with the them. <laughs> right, they're not. I'm not seeing a whole lot of she leaking off this one. But I went with the she anyway, and it was it was awesome. It was a fun ten to twelve minutes, giggling. Never corrected her. They, she didn't know how to use it, so instead of the word you, it was them or they. Uh, she just threw it in randomly a couple of times. Where do you like to work out? I'm like, oh, I'm uh, just do this thing at uh, Tactical Black to. Street fighting self-defense, really fun. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, something like they are in shape or something like that. or uh, Just kicking (laughs) kicking you out of the mix. I was like, I just imagined that. Sir, what brings you to the gynecologist today? (laughs) Well, first off, sir would have pissed me off pretty heavy. Because I clearly checked she, them. So, sir's right out. Is ma- what do you do with ma'am and sir? That's what I'm you saying. Don't do it. It like, you just I don't guess do those it. are out. Oh, and then if right it's, out. you know, I'm, I'm a he. No, 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 no. You're not. To, that's the whole point of the pronouns, Brady. The, when you click she, them, he's out. I'm not No, a he. no. I'm talking the other way around. And it, and it is like the, the, the gynecologist. It's a woman relating to a man. But sure. Nuh-uh. Going in to get a checkup. Yeah. Well, that would just be a waste of your money. But still, I'm, if, I was, if I was a gynecologist, I'd encourage all that. All those nutbags that think they're a girl, booking appointments for gynecology. Sure, sit in the stirrups. Just 
look at my phone for five minutes. It goes, looks like your ovaries are intact, they. Just put your legs up here, Ted. Yeah, I've been feeling a little why bit. Why not? Of... Um, the other thing is, we talked, why not learn the name or just say that? There you go. John? Because it's, it's, it's such a a cucky thing to do. It's such a, a soy boy, as they would call it. It's just that moment where she's trying so hard to be right. Yeah. That it makes her look stupid. And I started to think to myself, hey, wait a minute. If I'm doing it, then there's probably a bunch of other people doing it. None of this is real. They're just trying to mess with us. No one knows. There's nobody that angry about their pronouns. So do it. Have fun with it. And the poor people at this, this I'm not even going to name the place because they were so nice about it. Uh, they, and, you know, clicking at them, they, he, she. What? Come on. And I've seen it before. Actually, Megan's told me about it. She's like, I got a place today. They had a pronoun list, like 15. Because they do, I guess they do it at a lot of salons. I've noticed that most of the time, um, it's not a ton, but there's there's definitely more Six. options. Yeah, but yeah. they're asking because they don't. They're looking to cover their ass. That's yeah. all this is. But boy, were they covering it! And I got to hand it to you. I, I wouldn't play along. <laughs> I, I, and I also look. It just it, you. Just, it makes you sound stupid to mispronounce that badly. I mean, to hit just not say you or he. Oh, and then they were talking. And they let fly with a, you know, a him or whatever it was. I don't remember if it was a he or a him. When they're talking to each other, he was going to go to this thing. And the eyes were up on the one girl. She just looking at the other one like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you did it. It's your mouth. But she, that, they, couldn't, they couldn't have thought I was serious. But they did. And they were so in tune with the idea that we've got to make this right. And I, and I, I applaud them. You have to. Right. I applaud them. But come on. Come on. F*** you. It's silly, right? We're all, th- it's now silly. So let's. Let's make it silly. Anytime anybody offers pronouns to you, take ones that don't belong to you and set them on ice. Because it was like watching a uh, it was like watching a cult try to walk right after birth. It was clumsy. She's been speaking decent English for sixty plus years. Now she's been asked to throw pronouns into a different uh, you know blender and make word salad out of that. And it was fun. So everybody does it, and the pronoun thing will become this big farce joke, kind of like when they used to call. Uh, fat lady stores, you know, plus size, and then we started using plus size as a pejorative. So now it's like uh, now it's right, curvy, now it's curvy or voluptuous. And then we started using that as fat. And we just make it. They're just giving us new words for for fat. And then they we, finally gave a name, Lane Bryant. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right, and they're, they're going to have to change. The, you know what they they can't change the name because for a while there the malls were putting LB, and I'm like, ah, you did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. You tried to get rid of Lane Bryant because you know we're using it for chunkies. Forget it. We'll just call it LB. Oh, oh, you idiots. Damn it. That means pounds. Uh, so, yeah. So, I am now a she, them at that place. The other, yeah, the options were odd because I took a picture of the thing. And, Will uh, you go back? I don't really have to. I just was going there for like a consultation and to take a look at how's my skin doing. Uh, a friend of mine put, put me in touch with him. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, I got nothing else to do at 4 o'clock. I'll go, I'll go over there. I've been going to the doctor. Would you have a timeshare after that too? Yeah, pitch? you know, whenever they're like, you know, you know what? I'm gonna let's see what, let's see what. Oh, and they, oh, they were big on not. Uh, oh, that Cindy Crawford, meaningful beauty, right out. Oh, they oh, hammered they're pissed it. off at Cindy Crawford. They oh are, man, like, what do you use for skincare? And I'm like, well, not to brag, <laughs> but I've been ordering up the meaningful beauty, and I'm on the, I'm on my third batch of the 90 day supply. So I've been at it since about February, March. You use what? Like, you know, the infomercial Cindy Crawford and that weird doctor who lives in that... There are toxins in that. tropical island. Oh. You're spilling your poison or your pores with poison. They're going to die. I'm like, what? Oh, man. 
You, they are going to die. No, they, I mean, when, when you mention Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty in one of these places, forget it. They are, like, they had meetings. Like, should we even treat them? It's not even she worth said, it. I've got stuff out in the car. You want to buy some? She used this little weird vacuum, too. It's like this strange, poor vacuum. Start sucking off all this stuff. And I'm like, I think you're putting more on my face than Cindy Crawford ever had. And it hurt. I don't like this. I've been to a couple. Like I went Just to white a, and black heads coming out of there. Well, that was the one thing that didn't do. I did that at the last time I went to the place, and the lady got real excited because she was blowing up pores. She was, "You've got oh, so much," and she's, "This is the Cindy Crawford stuff. This is what it does." And it was just like these oils. Were, she had a magic wand that was just leaking me. I'm just, I look like uh, remember Play-Doh hair. When yeah, you first when that's you what my, all my pores were pumping out this weird goo, white crap. Looks like, like little uh, eels in yeah, the ocean. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like something's coming up to feed, and then it goes back in. It's gross. She didn't do that. Actually. I just got some. So you've been told not to use Cindy Crawford before, and you kept using it. Well, you know, I've gotten good results. <laughs> well, apparently, not, I like my skin. You're poisoning them, but no, those pores. Them is them is going to do what they want, Brett. But I'm a woman of the world. Unbelievable. She if is, Cindy uses it. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Cindy, look at Cindy Crawford. She's like yeah. 70. I don't care if she's... And they all say the same thing. She's not using it. She's taking money. And I'm like, uh, maybe you're wrong. What if she loves it? And she looks... Fa- they're mad because it's it cuts into their business. They all have their product. They all got to sell. Well, she had like several to sell. And it was the same stuff. I think it's the same thing. And everybody says that. Oh, she's got some magic glowing serum that comes from a papaya or whatever and then she tries to sell me this thing this is from the leaf of a of an aloe vera blah i'm like well, what's the difference we went cindy's doing what you're doing right now it's 120 dollars for two ounces oh, it is it was 330 for a thing the size of my finger yeah i was like what is this it was like a one like this is like maybe you've seen a size of my face right like it's not one night right she goes oh that should last you a month I'm like not with these fingers lady if i gotta dip in with these fingers i'm taking a whole shebang in one dab no, and I, how am I going to take a little droplet like that on my index finger and cover my whole face? You have to be really um, good about it. Don't apply this liberally. They will be very disappointed if they do that. Who's who? Oh, yeah, wait, that's me. <laughs> it's amazing what uh, that's crazy. our wives spend on. Oh, it's a car payment. Don't pay attention to it. That, hair care. They're always complaining they never look good. Like, well, change it up. Why don't you choose from basket number yeah, three? Yeah, go to it. These are my supplies. My skin is awful. My hair looks like crap. I'm like, it looks like uh, your supplies aren't working. Don't you make fun of the things I buy. Like, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> it's, you're insane. You're an insane person. But yeah, so I, it was nice. And I feel like, uh, it feels a little dry. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel a little dry this morning. Skin's good, though. You got a good glow going. Got a nice glow. She hydrated my skin. And I feel like that made big bags under my eyes. <laughs> I feel like I swelled up. <laughs> they not pleased with that part. They uh, they got up this morning and said, well, I got double bags going this morning. But no one disses Lady Crawford. No, no. You know, I went, you know what I did when I got home? I, I didn't buy that $330 uh, you know, droplet of skincare. Uh, I went right back in last night and hit the glowing serum and the cleansing solution and kissed Cindy. They are not going to like that. And they went right to sleep. They are getting poisoned. And they were just fine with it. And then they woke up uh-huh, and did it again. So I washed away everything she did. But, yeah, I'm feeling pretty dry. So it's nice. But, yeah, the they-them thing, just do it. Just go on uh, whenever they ask you. Just give them something else. 
and then watch them scramble. It's fun. It's more fun than than being the Fox News going, ah, the goddamn world's changing right in front of me. I mean, he should have two genders. Like, screw it. Have some fun with it. Go nuts. And especially if you're one of those Fox people who hates this. I hate it, too. Uh, but if you're one, and, and uh, you click on it and watch the woke not step in their own traps. It's That is the fun of it all. That is the, don't go crazy and call yourself a she, her. But she, then, throw with them in there. Them is the one that nobody really gets. It doesn't get it at all. And the more the goalposts keep moving around. I heard Broomhead yesterday talking about something I had to look up. Oh, the, uh, I heard. Scoliosexuality. Yeah. What the hell's that? Scoliosexual. Yeah. No one knows. Even scoliosexuals aren't sure. It's in the definition. They're not sure. It's when a person who doesn't identify as anything is attracted to somebody who doesn't identify as anything. But they can also be attracted to a cisgender, which is you and me, people who know what they are. Okay. So they're anybody. I thought but I was they like, have to you have to identify as scoliosexual. I right. thought I was a gay person with scoliosis. Right, that's but, what I thought. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was at a school. Yeah, it was like a homo with a bad back. That's what I yeah. thought at first. I'm like, oh, it's a queer with a bad back. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> you got the S-spine. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course you got the S-spine. You're always bent over. <laughs> ah. Isn't everyone? <laughs> no, I'm never bent Scolio? over. I'm doing yeah. the bending. As a scol- and I can say that as a uh, they uh, homosexual. I'm scoliosexual. I, I, that's me now. I've decided it. I'm scoliosexual just because it's new and it confuses people. Uh, they spell it two different ways. It's like Qaddafi. They can't even figure yeah. out how to spell the damn <laughs> right. thing. There's a C or a K. Idiots. Each way acceptable. You can spell it scolio with a K like skull dip. I like the old school. Uh, well, the SC one is the problem they're having is that people do think it's about your back. Yeah. Uh, it's an attraction to people who are transgender or non-binary, uh, and that means that they they are the genders different than they were assigned at birth. They may identify as a man, woman, or neither, just nothing, an alien. People who don't identify as a man or a woman are non-binary since their gender is neither. So they just decide to be something that doesn't exist yet. They were a, they're making it up as they go along is what it is. Scoliosexuals may not be attracted to a cisgender. Uh, that's you and me, Brett and Brady. Okay. A scoliosexuality is new, so being scoliosexual may mean different things to different people. That's the actual definition. So whatever it is, is whatever you want it to be. Sounds like double talk. It is double talk. That is in the definition. It is a relatively new term. Scoliosexual may mean different things to different people. So there is no meaning. If you went to the dictionary to look up a word and it said, depends on what it means something, it means something different to everybody. Well, that's not the definition. Industrial. Means something different to everybody. Who makes these words up? That's what I want to know, and that's why I think it's somebody just like me. It's like some guy just screwing around, going, "Let's see if we can make him dance." Boom! I got it in. Yeah, I got one, in, and they're doing it. What's well, the? It's like uh, like getting into the urban dictionary. This thing, the Sassoon OK hand, yeah, is now white, white power pro- because yeah. some guys were joking around with it, and then a news. And or, then what is it? A fake what news is it, story. Is it something different? Upside down? Well, no. Well, that's what I mean. That's what it turned into. So yeah. they turned this upside down. And this joke website said, this is the new symbol for white pride. That's right. And it was an absolute joke. It was like the onion. Well, yeah, that's how it like, started as a joke. And then the the news didn't know. So people that would put that out there for Slugbug, because that's who it was like. Slugbug is for Nazis and, and racists. And they're joking in the thing. But the real news got hold of it. And then people were getting kicked out of ball games and, and stuff because they were doing that, uh, trying to get Slugbugs for their friends. That's what we used to call it. Oh, there's other names for a scoliosexual as well. Uh, which is uh, scolio. Do you know what scolio means in Greek? 
I just found this out yesterday. Thanks to Broomhead for all this stuff, too. Scolio in Greek. You said it earlier. Um, S-spine. No, bent. Uh, Bent. It means bent. So you're bent sexual if you do the translation. And here's the thing. Here's another thing. Try to so figure this out. Bent over? Yeah, it's a bent over twink <laughs> whose back is like questionable. May need some L4, L5. Uh, people- Caesar, scolio over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it works. He when understood the, me. Well, what you're saying there is when Caesar was taking one in the ass, <laughs> yeah. you had to tell him first. Uh, will you scolio a little more? Uh, here's the other half of the definition. Try to figure this stuff out. I think we're being played. I think I may have cracked the code, boys. Uh, so worried about losing our jobs and getting canceled and everybody's running around going, well, what do I do to trying to just be nice? And we just kept getting this. Thing. People who prefer uh, heterosexual. I look that one up, too. Joe Satriano. Well, yeah, that's, no, no, that's not. That's Satriano. Oh, okay. They believe that scoliosexual implies that non-binary or transgender individuals are wrong. Ceterosexual is standing for the same attraction, comes from the word other. We're being fooled. We're so, being screwed with. They're just making up new words and making us go, all right, well, if you don't say it, you lose your job. I'm like, uh, and, I'm, uh, oh, and then afterwards, I was ta- I was texting with a friend of mine who's got two, he's got two daughters, 14 and, well, you know, I was like 17, 18. And we're chatting about it. I'm like, and he, and I told him, I said, I was just this thing. And I play pretended to be a, a she, they, and they went with it. And I said, nobody said anything stupid. They, they, you could see them dodging my, my, my new stream of, of I'm going to get you. And I said, but who is actually, I think they're making it up. And he goes, oh no, I've got my daughter's friend. Her parents called and said, uh, she's non-binary. Don't, she's very upset by she's and her. And I'm like, well, as a parent, you just say, she's not allowed to come over to my house. I'm not taking that risk. And he said, I, he said, yeah, it's, it's, I don't talk to that one. He said, it's eggshells. And he said, well, my daughter's great at it. Like, she gets, uh, Dad, we're going to get some soda. Can you get they a soda? Oh, my God. And he's like, it rolls out of her tongue like nothing. And her friend is, and I'm like, is she weird looking? He goes, no, like a girl. Like dresses and curls and they're doing hair and stuff. And I'm like, but you got to call her they. You can't say she. And he goes, I don't risk it. I don't talk to her. Like that's the thing that they want. Nah, screw that! Stay. It's my house. I'll say <laughs> what the hell I want to say. I'll tell them, like, look, yeah. they should leave now. Yeah. <laughs> Does your uh, friend want to stay for uh, for dinner? Ask her. Dad, don't say that. Oh yeah, that's her N word. I forgot. Ask <laughs> they. Make me sound like I didn't ever go to school. Uh, so if you want to help your loved ones try to understand scoliosexuality, you can go to WebMD. I'm good. Yeah, me too. That's Yo- the thing. We're asking people to understand too much, and it's. All it is is a bunch of little traps. So I'm climbing in, man. I'm going after it. I'm not going to understand any of it. But if I see scoliosexual on a thing that says, how do you identify? I'm clicking it just to see how other people treat me because I think it's freebies all the way around. But going to WebMD, I know that eventually I start reading more about scoliosexual. You're going to be it. They're going to have cancer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to get cancer. If you're on WebMD, you'll leave with cancer. You're going to have cancer. But this was just the what is scoliosexuality? Clicked it, popped up. I still don't know. I don't know what any of centrosexual got involved, cisgender got involved. They're attracted to something. They're attracted to people that don't have gender. But how do you know? They know. They must. <laughs> That's why I think we're. I think we're on the other side of the joke here. I think we're the ones being like, ah, you bastards! Of it. It's like impractical jokers for all of us. Like they're sitting in a room going, oh my god, they're doing it. Can you? Let's just run with it. Make up new words. We gotta. 
What's this all skate sexual? This isn't real. I'm convinced this is this Damn. isn't real anymore. Because after yesterday, I'm like, something's up. We could probably create one with use a little Greek and Latin. Sure. We'll find something. And if we do it, it becomes a thing, like immediately. And, and what does it mean, Brady? And for people like you, this is big. Free stuff. I think it's just a ploy to not pay. You set people up, trap them, act angry. They get nervous. Next thing you know, you're getting free Applebee's because <laughs> the waiter didn't know. Uh, if they ask you, it, they're on the hook. The best thing to do is not ask. You know, ask for forgiveness after you call Isaiah he. But I don't know how scoliosexual works. If the only thing you're attracted to is somebody who doesn't have a gender, how do you do that in your own mind? Because I'm looking at Brady right now. I assume man. So scoliosexual wouldn't be attracted to anybody until after they find out, oh, I don't have a gender. Ooh, hot. Like, is it that they're attracted to? or they? How do they know? Physically, are they attra- I don't get it. It's a matter of time because I know my instant response is just in general. Like, yeah. someone opens the door for me. It's a guy. I'm like, yeah. thank you, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I hit sirs a lot. I'm like, sir, I, I'm big on sir. Yeah. So big on it, sometimes I say it to women. On accent. Thanks, sir. I'm sorry. I do it a lot because sir just kind of is a, and I'll say, yes, a default. I don't ma'am a lot because I feel I'm like trying to, uh, I feel like that one is insulting. Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. hate ma'am. Sir's a good one. Thank you, sir. I do sir all the time. And I don't know that sir's been deleted yet. Because, you know, but if they're asking you on some questionnaire and they're making, they're bringing it to the party, play with them and work for a freebie. I didn't get a freebie yesterday because they were so good. God damn it, they were good. I think maybe one foul up, and that was just when I heard them talking to each other out in the hall about something. Most of the time, ma'am is mammy. Yes, mammy. <laughs> you do that? No. no okay. <laughs> <laughs> mammy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that was just yeah. when you're paying the maid, or what is happening there? Is that when, when she says, uh, So could you dip into the bus stop? Yes, mammy. <laughs> Thomas, I love living in a time warp. <laughs> anyway, so have fun with it. It was actually it was one of the more fun things I've done in a long time. When I discovered the Tesla you hack. You were all in. Oh, I was There all is in. no going back. Didn't giggle. Didn't even break. I looked down a couple times just to listen. They called. They I probably heard about three or four days. Super careful about dancing around you. And I don't know why you was bad, but that one, they were, they, like, used they where you would go. Like, there was other easier avenues. It made them work harder than they needed to work, especially the older lady, who was really... Is it like, all right if I call you John? It's on the sheet. You can call me whatever you want. And who gets... Like, they've evidently had somebody lose their mind or had to give away some of that $330 eye drop. If you lose one more symbol of this... You call me he one more mother... I'm going to lose my mind, lady. Give me that $330 worth of uh, face cream. I'm so sorry they are upset with me. You could have said you again. You're just losing your mind. You sound like an idiot. (laughs) You asked. You put yourself in this predicament. All you had to do was not have the question. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to fire you. (laughs) That beast woman in there is furious. She's tearing the place apart. They're such jerks. Now, don't get uh, all bigoted now. I did what they asked. It, it was great. So if you ask the question, let's play the game. Uh, let's life hack it all the way around. We'll make a joke out of it like we did Lane Bryant until they changed the name.
you know, husky, big bone, all that the stuff. LB. Yeah. And they, they turned it to LB, and then they're like, ah, God damn it, we blew it. And then they put Lane Bryant back up. They're like, that's better. They can't get around that one. Can't get around the Lane Bryant. That's closed for chunks. Just put a B for beast. <laughs> or just call it beast go. lady. Beasties. Beast modes. <laughs> Or damn, that's a big bit. <laughs> Just go back to the old way. I think big women would appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get that dress? I got it at damn, that's a big bitch. All right. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to celebrate like the Lizzo clothes. Damn, that's a big bitch. Like Lizzo's like, big bitches be winning. BWs. Like, right, let's call it big bitches. That's yeah, everybody's. BBs. Look, the crowd went crazy at the VMAs when Lizzo screamed, big bitches be winning. Evidently, that makes them happy. So I'm starting a new big lady clothes store called Big Bitches Be Winning. What's this? Someone close to the... They love that. They're, have you seen the Lizzo reaction? They love being called big bitches. That's all Lizzo does, and they like they dance about it. All right, honey, I'm heading over to BDE's. <laughs> they got chicken wings in the back. <laughs> dresses. Big-ass dresses. I'm tired of it. I'm, play, I'm playing my game, but highly recommend it. So uh, welcome to my life hack. If they ask, you play along my way. It is fun. And maybe you get some free out of it. Because that was the goal at the end, is just have him slip up and just go, I gave you my pronouns. I don't know what you're doing there with the he's and the him's. Especially for somebody like me, who doesn't at all fit the mold of a guy who's trying to be a girl. <laughs> like, I look terrible. If I'm a girl, I'm like the ugliest girl on the planet. Horrendous. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall they? Hmm? Hmm? We? I guess we's still Okay. Uh, except for the people who don't identify as part of society, they're uh, so again. She came in and she said something. How they, are, they they was the first thing she said. Something around like uh, how are they doing? How is they's day or something like that? It was something oh, just. It was so out of like. If you just say how is your day, like she was skipping you. Like yeah. she was so nervous. She was so in with like I read it. She wanted me to know that she saw it and she's going to be compliant, and that was actually really nice of her. But it was funny. Yeah, she. I don't even think there was a situation where she needed to say he. Or, or imagine the person's pulling that off, doing what you're doing, and then says that here, doctor will be with you in a moment. Doctor comes in. Well, results are back. They have cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have ovarian cancer. Like it's impossible. You're the one f-ing around with genders. Uh, you did this to yourself. You know, if you'd have stayed man, that wouldn't have happened. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're imagining it. I. Uh, Identify you as an ovarian cancer patient. So you got a lot of visits coming in here. Look, you're the you're a facial doctor. I'm a man. I'm here for face cream. Well, we found ovarian cancer. Also, you've got a tree growing out of your back. You can't see it, it's invisible. Lots of treatments coming your way. Imaginary land man. I mean they. Uh let's get us a wake up song. Five eight five nine eight hundred a good one. We'll tell you where Brett's gonna go for the final day of Operation Hydration so you can drop off everything you've ever wanted. Put an exclamation point on uh, the water drive and uh, shake Brett's hand and go out there and mop up some Alfredo off the freeway. Say hey to the big ragu. There it is. Yeah, that's right. The big ragu, Brett Fesley, on Rocky Marciano's birthday. Beautiful thing. The biggest farce in heavyweight history. Undefeated, 49-0. Nobody touched me. I dropped Joe Lewis. You did what? Right. I knocked out Joe Lewis. Mm Mm-hmm. Where? Oh, it was New York City. Of course it was. Sanctioned. Yeah. Oh, it was a Friday night's fights. It was pretty great. The whole place was just packed full of gamblers. Yeah. No blacks were allowed in at the time. So it was a uh, 20,000 Italians, you, and a black guy. And you won? Yeah, knocked him out. I imagine he had something to do with it. Yeah. (laughs) Reasonable. 
In fact, there were five Italians on the card that, and we all got belts. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bet the Italian. If you get it, that's a good time machine thing. Go back to Madison Square Garden in the 40s. How much money you'd make? <laughs> Just bet it. Uh, it ends with an I. Bet on that guy. Why? Well, he's fighting a black guy. That guy has to lay down. There's 20,000 Italians here and one black guy. He's smart. If he's smart, he's going to lay down. You wouldn't get to keep the money. They're like, who else won big? Who's this? <laughs> Chichichichi. Brett could get away with it. Chichichi. Brett Fesley. No, who's this Holmberg guy? Yeah, you could go back in your time machine and shape your in currently and go, oh, how you doing, Brett Fesley? I'm a heavyweight fighter. <laughs> All right, get him in the ring. I want to fight blacks. Throw some gloves on him. Who you do you want to be today? That guy over there. Who, me? Yeah, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> All right, lay down. It's on you, buddy. Not for nothing, but there's 20,000 of mine and none of yours in the crowd right now. I mean, yours are way up in the upper deck. They ain't get down here in time. You want me to lay down? First round. I don't want to get punched by you. You're a giant. Knocked him out <laughs> with a jab. Yeah. Yeah. Italian heavyweight champions. Stop it. All of them. They'd fight other Italians. How did they all get there? It's a draw. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I don't like this one at all. A draw. That's where draws came from. Before that, it was like they'd fight to the finish. Two Italians got to know, I don't want to beat this guy. He's one of mine. You can't knock out a made man. <laughs> I won't lay hands on him. Uh, wake up song. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Oh, everybody stay tuned. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, thank you very much, Weapon O Pride. It is uh, 647, and it is the last day of Operation Hydration. Our friend Brett on his way. Uh, last stop for water collection today, uh, Baseline and Higley out there in the East Valley. If you want to help out and you're in the area, that would be lovely of you, Baseline and Higley. Uh, you can donate a case of water to help out Operation Hydration and help out uh, with our last batch. Now, it's not just for summertime, although that is a big push. That's when they need the most. It helps people on the streets all year long. It helps people who aren't on the streets all year long. How about the, uh, surplus? the people that couldn't get uh, water? I forget where it was. The flooding happened. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, the water went away. Mile-long line, and they had 600 cases. Yeah. That's crazy. So that kind of stuff, probably not going to happen here. No. But, you know, again, fifth largest city in America. There's no reason for us to go, sorry, you're dead because we don't have any water. They do amazing work at the Phoenix Rescue Mission, going around making sure that everybody everybody gets a little. You can kill yourself with anything else. Water shouldn't be a problem. The planet's three quarters, and I know it's not drinkable, but still, we have plenty of it, and that shouldn't be something that uh, that we're in short supply of. So you guys have done an amazing job of helping us out with this thing. Absolutely amazing job. And, uh, yeah, just I can't say enough about it. Asking you for you guys for help, and then you come through. I mean you, days, you days for help. Yes, you days. Uh, Nathan Yazzie says, "You guys, that's it. You have to change the name of your uh, radio station to KVPD because evidently the ladies yesterday thought you was a bad word. Hilarious. Everybody, get on board. Let's stop being angry and annoyed by it, and just use it to our advantage. It's fun. Trust me. Yesterday was just a little chip off the old iceberg. I'm going back in there." Uh, probably in three or four weeks. And I might change my pronouns and see how they do. Play with it. Make they, it they gotta go. Yeah, the more, gotta go with it. It's like anything else. The more you f*** around with it, the less fun it is for everybody. So then they'll take it away and they'll start something new. And we just play with it again. The, the whole design is to be, it's passive-aggressive to make all us normals angry. And they won. So don't be angry. Use it. It's great. And trust me, as a, as a newly minted homosexual about to celebrate my first anniversary as one, uh, it is 
freeing to look at somebody and go, well, it's because I'm gay. And they look at me like, I can't fight him, even though I know he's lying. And I'm like, ah, I win. Using your game against you. You can't tell me I'm not. Because the second you do, free stuff. And that's what we're all after. <laughs> if I go to a restaurant and I'm like, you're treating me terribly, is it because I'm gay? I'm like, you're not gay. I want to talk to a manager. What? Free stuff. I'm waiting for it. That's the whole reason I've done it. Anytime somebody wants to complain, I'll get you thrown off the air. Are you, you just don't want a gay man to have a popular radio show. What? What? You know I'm a homosexual. You hate me. You're homophobic. I can't do it. Nothing to do with it. And then click. Boop. They're gone. Why pretend you're what they think uh, is untouchable? We're not going to re-up your contract. I is can't. it because I'm gay? That's all you do. It's because I'm a homosexual, isn't it? We're firing you. You're firing a gay man? You're not really gay. Here we go. And then, you know what? And this is how far I'll go when they say, oh, prove it. Watch this. I'll do it once just to make them uncomfortable. If Tripp came in and said, we got to let you go, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're firing a gay guy without notice or any warning. You're not really gay. I'd like to talk to HR right now. You have to prove it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is this happening? Sure enough. Ooh. All Re-upped. Right. You are gay. Five-year deal. Ten million. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do that every day. And eh, now we're pushing. Now you're sexual harassing a gay guy. I can't lose here. I got no issues with any of that. Uh, and I got an update from a guy named Robert Mate. Bob Mate. Says, uh, Brady, been delivering all night long. Special orders, special deliveries. The Mexican pizza ingredients are back, and we have been dumping them off all night. They nice. are ready to go. Brady needs to know this. Yes, Brady now is the ambassador for Mexican pizza ingredients, which I still don't understand what they were out of. But they, the won't trucks, be, they won't run short now, no. the T-Bells. Trucks were running all night to get the materials to the to the taco artists and make sure that this Mexican pizza shortage that's just ravaged America is now uh, been rectified. The shells are in place, or whatever they put them on. Have you had one? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, thought I don't it think was, I have. Thought it was, is it the double-decker? I've eaten that. I don't think it's so. It's like a... But- they're they're cut into triangles, and then inside there's meat. Then on top is all the like taco stuff. It's yeah. just like a taco out of order. Yeah, or a tostado. Yeah, they put beans on it to make sure that everything sticks. Because otherwise, they got beans or you got lettuce and tomatoes running all over your car. I don't know. I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure I have. I think instead of tomato sauce, it's salsa. I don't know. Maybe I haven't, but I don't care. And I'm pretty. I, I still don't understand it. I'm almost positive. All the ingredients for Mexican pizza were right in front of them the whole time. I don't know what they ran out of, so they couldn't just improvise. I don't know. Unless they're putting it on a new soft tortilla right. if, like type the, bread or the something. That I, like, I if, don't think it is. If we did, because uh, for a while there at Tony Romans, we had a thing where we would scrape the meat off the bone for you. Like it was, I forget what it was called. At the table? No. No, that would be disgusting. <laughs> but like <laughs> It would be served to you boneless. So the chefs would, it was didn't last long. People liked the bones. We didn't do too well with it. But, like, you'd cut it off. They just wanted the rib meat. Pile of meat. So I don't know what we called it. It had a name. But, it, it, like, to me, it's the same as saying we don't have that. We're out of that. But we're still serving the ribs. 
That, that doesn't make sense, and that's what Mexican pizza was. We have all the ingredients for Mexican pizza, but we don't have any Mexican pizza. Any. There's like, why? Oh, we don't have what it takes. Like, that's just one thing. Improvise. Because we'd have improvised at Tony Romason. We'd have just yeah, shaved the current If bones. someone wanted it. We'll, we'll make something happen. It seemed like they had everything they needed, and they just weren't light on their feet to adjust to the fact that maybe some of the shells weren't there. Give me something close. I'm not going to notice. If you throw a tostada together and call it a Mexican pizza, I'd be like, all right, who am I to say? I don't know. what. Maybe Mexico changed the, the rest. And it was the packaging, too, because you can't wrap it in the paper right, stuff. And get a marker boxes. and write Mexican pizza, exclamation point. The person eating it isn't going to be like, this isn't a tostada wrapper. I'm not eating this. It's a Mexican pizza. We ran out of Mexican pizza wrapping. Oh, Fat America wasn't that like, well, that, impossible. I won't do it. Well, good news. It's back. The deliveries were all night long. They ran a special all-nighter to get that stuff back. Weirdos. Uh, and then this uh, Adam White has emailed. Remember yesterday I told you it was the 25th anniversary of Diana's death. And my friend John, who sat uh, with me the next day, the Steelers played the Cowboys opening day for the NFL in 1997. And he was furious that we were making such a big deal about the Royals. Right? I mean, like getting mad. He's English. Like, it's British. We fought a war against them. Got an email from a guy named Adam. Listening to the podcast yesterday afternoon. Says, uh, subject says, I'm with your boy. This is a good one. It's when I was, I was three years old when Diana got worked in that car accident. And I still don't think I would have cared if I was older. Bad enough my dumbass generation grew up on Harry Potter. So now they're way too interested in current royal BS. Meghan Markle and that cuck of hers, Harry. Too dumb to even know what's going on. We fought a war for freedom from those crappy inbreds. Then fought a second war because they kept hanging around our coasts. They effed up our, or hanging around our coast with their effed up teeth and intolerable accents and ruining our effing view of the eastern seaboard, which is saying a lot because that's already ugly. I've said it before, I'll say it again. F*** you, England. Man. <laughs> Still mad. He was three when it happened. And remembers it yeah. vividly. I'll never forget the Revolutionary War that he was hundreds of years removed from. Can't stand that. But, uh... Yeah, I, I don't understand what's going on with it. But you can hate England all day. Uh, I also saw this yesterday. I like this. They did a, a list of things that people said uh, had happened to them in school in the 80s and 90s that wouldn't work today. Yeah. Uh, you had this one. We talked about it. You had that teacher that used to take the kids out on his boat. All right? browse. Yeah. And it, I found that. I found those kind of things creepy in the 80s and 90s. Hanging out with a teacher to me always felt rapey. Like, I never wanted to be my teacher's friend. Had his you know? uh, ski natique and his private uh, water ski yeah. lake that you had to have a ski boat. Yeah. And- it, uh, I was taught at an early age, uh, pedophiles and molesters always had the coolest stuff to attract you with. Like, that's bait. Like, pinball machines, video games in their house, you know, like stand-ups. Oh, yeah. And, and men who lived alone were like, yeah, come on in. I got all sorts of kids' toys. And that was when my friend uh, Olsen... And in the newspaper, when he discovered, why does Father Dale have so many sizes of children's uh, shorts to change into? And he ran. Because he's like, it's weird that this dude by himself is asking me to change my pants, and he's got me choosing from, get in the hot tub, to get in the right? hot tub with him while he's standing there naked. Get in with me. I'll get in like this. Here's a, a bunch of shorts you can wear. And, and like, you know, all the sizes of the, of the 7th to 12th grade boy. But he's like, this is weird. And he just ran away. I never fell into that. Except for the one time my mom made me 
go to whale watching with our neighbor because his son died. And I was about his age. So he came over You're and asked. A proxy on that kind of filling in for the I boy. Mean, that's a recipe for kidnapping. Like, that guy's not an... Uh, absolutely. Not so Are you kidding me? That's a Dateline yeah. special. No, I'm correct on that, because did you get kidnapped? No. no. Uh, the police stopped it. They shot him dead on the scene at the McDonald's Come when he was trying on. to poison me. No. Of course it's a recipe for kidnapping. I'm not saying it's going to happen every time, but if a neighbor came came over and I'm mentally distraught, I've lost my daughter, your daughter reminds me of mine, can I take her out in the ocean? Sure, we can go. No. But your mom just, just your you. mom did... Just the buddy program, right? Though, yeah, my other friend Tony. <laughs> it was that. That was, wouldn't happen anymore. You kill, and Tony was black. Oh, so then maybe it would. You kill Tony, and then you keep me. Yeah. That was his plan. That's a movie. That's what always like they lost their kid. Feed Tony to the whale. They lose their minds a little bit. Oh, your friend Tony. We can't tell anybody about this. Let's drive away together. Next thing you know, you're on the PCH in like San Luis Obispo with a stranger. It's our secret. You're never going to go home again. Exactly. And now I'm now I got weenies in my mouth, and I'm like, I but you got a sweet bike. Yeah, I got, got some cool toys. Stuff. Yeah, but I felt my mom felt bad for him, and he wanted to go take me whale watching because I reminded him of his dead son. And did you see? Was he crying the whole time? He cried in the car. Delusional. Yeah. He might have looked at me and then had that movie thing where my face kind of goes, woo, 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 and turns into his boy. You ready to go home, Jason? Huh? My name's John. You're Jason now. Oh, no. That happens all the time with the creepy weirdos. Did you come home after we're watching it, Marcy? Flapper? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I Never again. You know, you know what, though? Every time I bring this up, I want to go over to her and go, what were you, what in the f- were you thinking as a parent to say, sure. Never knew the guy. We weren't like neighborly. We just moved in. And there I am, the blonde kid, about nine years old, and the neighbors it clearly been eyeballing me for a while. Looking at him, that one reminds me of my boy. I'm going to see if I can get him out in the ocean. And he did. My mom let it happen. Sure, you can take my son out in the middle of the ocean. Strange new neighbor with a dead son that might not be mentally all there. I've dealt with things certain ways, but I'd really like your son to... I'd like to go out with him and remind... Remind me of what I've lost. We didn't even know how the kid died. He might have killed him. Nobody asked any questions. There I am with Tony on the end of the thing. Some guy standing behind us trying to give us food and want some more ice cream. Jason, it's John. I'm not your... Okay, sure. Vanilla. That's what Jason would have asked for. I'm going to get raped. Tony, you know that, right? Nobody in 1982 turned to their black friend and said, I wish I was you, but I was doing it with Tony. That was, it was weird. It was a nice day, but then he started weeping. Because he knew deep down I wasn't really Jason. I can't imagine, like, when I was a kid and I was on my bike and I would go, uh, uh, we'd have the, you know, exchange, uh, foreign exchange, yeah. people staying at our house. That was dangerous, we'd go too. We running with Poncho, Poncho from Bahamas. Yeah. There I am in Lily White, UA. Yeah. Little kid following the black guy running. <laughs> right. <laughs> That guy clearly stole that little boy's wallet. Get him! No, you you would have you would have fly. Your parents equally dangerous situations by putting foreign nationals in the bedroom next to you and just saying, "Ah, watch our boy. We're leaving, letting you drift around." They didn't do it. Uh, this guy said, uh, our, "My English teacher used to cuss us out and chuck the blackboard erasers at us just to leave marks." Oh, that would make make that big definite puff. statement. Huff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my first grade teacher. Uh, got mad at me because I shook a ruler at her. She took the ruler, bent it back with her finger, and smacked me in the face. Made my nose bleed. 
Uh, also, by the way, she was the school psychologist. <laughs> Sister Betty at yeah. uh, Our Lady of Victory. School. You got hit a few times. She had the ruler, and if your hands are on your desk without doing yeah. anything, she'd do the hand check. Here's one that wouldn't fly today, too. In elementary school, uh, we had a teacher who made it known that if you leaned back in your chair and went on two legs, he's sweeping the legs. <laughs> Uh, he could have seriously hurt or killed one of us. He never did. Some of us would get tipped over. No one batted an eye. Our parents said it was okay. Yeah. I had a Spanish teacher tell me after class that she was tired of watching me get bullied and I needed to sucker punch a kid. <laughs> she hated him, too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one had uh, one of those cherry balls, those P.E. cherry yeah, balls. Oh, the playground He kept balls. a small one. Yeah. Teacher kept a small one. And if you fell asleep, he'd chuck it at you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, there's a two and a half hour line to pick your kids up. Like, I was going by Kiva Elementary. It's a little, or not Kiva, uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but it, two hours. Two hours to sit. Just, your kid can't walk. That's ridiculous. Your kid can't walk home. How long do you have to go pick Kirby up? Ten every minutes. day. Yeah, every day? Um, between like, Ronnie is there and I. No bus? No, where, where she is. There's a bus. There has to be. Yeah, but what's I'm, wrong with the bus? I've never heard good things about what's kids going, riding the bus. What are you talking about? It's ages of kids riding the bus. I rode yeah, the I bus. Know, it was fantastic. You hated it. I you liked riding it? the Yes, the bus ride was amazing. The last thing I wanted was my mom and dad dropping me off at school. It made me look like a douche. I think it doesn't work for Kirby because she's the only one in the neighborhood. If there were more kids. Like if they had two or they don't three. have a so they don't There's have two a bus. kids, they do but you have to have um huh it's, yeah it's, no I know it's private but you don't have a bus and they, have, and they, they have, have to them. then they basically say if there's uh, kids that are close enough in that area they don't have that one stop they don't have a number of buses yeah like Alex so you walk to, to the bus stop Alex goes to public school so if he's the only one on that bus route yeah. he's the only one because they have to run that bus, but they're the other. They're the other yeah, way but I'm just saying, like there is a bus stop she could walk to, get picked up by the bus with a couple other kids. Um, no, they do, not. But in our, they would not in our come to your house and pick her up. So, like, Uber your kid to school? Pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah, I used to have to walk like a quarter mile every day just to the bus stop, and then another like half mile back because the bus stop stopped at a different place. And most of them are, you know, are kids that are coming from. 25, 30 minutes away. That, That's that, crazy. A, yeah. We used to beg to ride our bikes. It was seven or eight miles minimum. We had to go, we had to cross major streets. We were uh, biking, walking. Yeah. I mean, my neighborhood, it was a lot closer. I was like well, four blocks away. The street, then mopeds kicked in. They had a thing on the news the other night of a new school. And it's like, oh, we didn't account for all this. The hour and 30 minute line of parents coming to pick the kids up. We need a better system. I'm like, yeah, buses. Buses and walking. Like, what happened? I see how fat your kids are. Walk. No, 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 God, no, I can't walk. Couldn't couldn't put him through that. He might complain when he gets home, and then he'll be mad at us, and we won't be friends. Now, some days uh, she'll walk to a place with another friend, and we'll pick him up there later on. Sure. But they can't just walk home? Is it too far? It's too far for Kirby, yeah. Really? How far? It would take her 40 minutes probably to walk. That's the walk. Oh, you got to let her walk. I did. Uh, mine was at least, we used to walk to roads. An hour and a half. From Extension and Guadalupe, we would walk to roads on, that was at least an hour walk. And I think the, the if it were just through neighborhoods, that's one thing. Yeah. Well, we had to cross Dobson. There's, or some, no. yeah, there's we, some risky 
crossings. You know, crossed. I, mean, I hate that. You know that that intersection at. Um, there's one intersection in the neighborhood. I, it's every other month. There's a somebody getting run over. Yeah. Right. Or a rollover. Someone run, running the light. I don't understand the two hour lines. They go pick your kids up. If I had to wait an hour and a half, my kid could get home in that kind of time hoofing it. Used to be a couple of cornfields, but now that's housing. So right. that's good. Yeah. Your kid wouldn't you bury like. Neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, you I, I swear to Yeah. I swear to God. If I had to wait an hour for my kid and the walk takes 40 minutes, uh, that prick is like paying me. I'm getting money out of this somehow. Yeah. I, well, th- things would change if it was an yeah. hour. Oh. They, there would be a bus. It was an hour or, of my day. It was 10 yeah. minutes waiting, but 20 minutes back and forth. It's 30, like, you can walk that in the time it takes me to get, my, like, disrupt my whole day from picking you up. So waiting in that line over there by that school in Arcadia is, it's ridiculous. It's God become forbid, the you, way now. Yeah, I know, and that's because we kids are, and that's why kids are pussies and live at home until they're 30 now. They can't cross a road until they're 45. Probably shouldn't get out there and walk. That's an awful lot of effort. Put the stories of uh, constant grooming and yeah. your kid's going to get kidnapped. I know. And plus, God forbid they exercise. That I've seen the ones that were running out to the car, those Oompa Loompas waddling out to the car. I'm like, that kid needs a long walk, like for a month. It would fall right off of him. But then he'd be mad at mom and dad, and we can't have that because then they're not friends. And the last thing you need is your child mad at you. Nobody knows how to handle that. That line was brutal. If you haven't guessed, I got stuck in a kid's line yesterday. Oh, I don't have kids. It's one lane. You're screwed. At every turn, there's more families waiting for their incredibly abductable children. And I've seen your kids. Nobody wants them. For sure. I can guarantee you that. Nobody wants them. They're too heavy to pick up. Like every kid I saw, I'm like, Jesus, if I was an abductor. It was like sandbag. That kid's a deadlift. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a back muscle trying to lift that one, and, and especially if it's wrestling with me, it's gonna win ninety percent of the time. Nobody ever thinks of the the work the uh, abductors have got to put in with your big fat kids now, <laughs> and those poor bastards are risking life and limbs to pick one of your kids up. Those giants are brutal. I understand picking up the attractive ones. Like yeah, I go in line for that. You got yourself a three hundred pound fifth grader. Nobody's picking him up, and he needs to walk. It's kind of like what you're doing, Toledo. Your kid has rules that if he doesn't do certain things, he doesn't drive. Yeah. If this kid walks home and drops down to, like, a reasonable weight and and becomes abductable, we'll start picking him up. (laughs) Like, once you get lifting size. Once you start being desirable. Yeah, once you start getting desirable to abductors. But right now, I'm looking at you. You are are self-sustained, absolutely anti-abductable 300-pound boy chugging on. and, And, of course... You can teach them all you want. You got some candy in the car. That kid's getting in. You saw Kirby's punch and kick at Tactical Black. Yeah, I was worried about it. It, wasn't very, it, didn't, it didn't do much power. Her kick was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Or you're being a little bit nice. It was her first time through. Yeah. I wanted her to be tougher. Stronger. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought she brought pretty good... Uh, uh, well, the intensity level could <laughs> was, be up. There was none of that. But, <laughs> she wasn't really into it. Yeah. But, yeah. We could get her. You punch have to paint the picture that like this is survival. Man. Punch her, you but gotta... punch her a little harder. She didn't. She didn't have. She wasn't throwing the punch. She didn't care. You were throwing some good kicks. I remember your kicks were solid. Nobody's picking your ass up. You can walk anywhere That's you want. That's been that way for a long. You time. can walk anywhere. Yep, never one. And your parents knew it early on. They let you wander around when you were two. Get calls from the drugstore. Your boy's here. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants an no, anvil. Nobody's picking that boy up. That's a lot of work. You imagine trying to stuff that into a well. 
Oh, for Christ's sake. Ah, oh, my back. Kid, get in the well. No. Ah, go home. And Girl. he gets hungry. Oh. Tasmanian devil. Get it. It's going to be, you'll never get in any sleep as an abductor. Throwing fists through windows if for a Twinkie. You abduct a Brady-sized baby. That kid's going to be screaming all night for food. You're not getting any rest. All right, so I don't have the exact address to where I think your mom's is, but is Tierra del Sol close off extension? No, I didn't go. That's not where I was. No, no, no. But you said you had to go from Rhodes well, to I had to walk, over there. I walked from my mom's on extension, extension in Guadalupe to oh, Rhodes, Guadalupe. Rhodes Junior High, which is on Longmore and Baseline. I used to walk that every day. I had to leave like an hour and a half before school started just to do it. I loved it. Mine to Our Lady of Victory, first through fourth grade, was probably a 15, 20-minute walk. I was abductable, by the way. I was thin. I was tiny. Adorable little blonde kid. I looked like Macaulay Culkin. Now, if they'd have grown up and let me grow up into what I am today, they'd have been, they'd have regretted every second of it. Like, this guy's horrendous. Like, he was so cute when he was a boy. It was so open that I would, elementary school, back at Barrington... Lunch, I would walk home. Sure. Make lunch, come Go back. Do your thing. Oh, they knew that. No no stopping that moving train. <laughs> Kid got hungry, let him walk home. He's going to get a sandwich. We don't have enough for him. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. He's non-abductable. Don't worry. Nobody's going to try to pick him up. I was light as a feather. 2.1 miles, John. I walked 2.1 miles. That's all that is? It felt like forever, but it was a long time walking, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it says it's a 40-minute walk. At least, especially with us dicking around half the way yeah. through. Plus, we had baby feet. That was short. It probably took us an hour. Oh, well, you're dicking around the whole time. We dicked around, and baby steps. Yeah. We weren't like super striders. Yeah. That's adult 40 minutes. I'll show, that to, I'll show that to Kirby. Just, yeah. This is what John did. Is that the way you cut the through? She didn't want to do it. If my mom said, uh, you know, I'll send an Uber for you every day, guess what I'd have been doing? But, but look at the shortcut. They shortcut through Dobson Ranch. You didn't go that route. You stuck to the main roads, didn't you? No, no, no. We went right across. Uh, it would have been, uh, I guess, Macito, right on to... Through Lindner and all the way down, right through Dobson Ranch. Occasionally do different routes. And we uh, dicked around. Yeah, we know, yeah. Probably ended up going down this way. Oh, my friend, we can go through the golf course. I'm like, okay. Yep, there's Macito. Get stuck or on the golf course. you can take Medina. Medina was the other one, yeah. yeah. And we did a bunch of that. Stop by, play some foos at St. Tim's. Go, never. <laughs> that was the other way. You avoided that. Like, because you're going to get raped, you know. No, we would uh, also hop up on the fence, take shortcuts over people's backyards. Walking the fence line like we were the, you know, Walendas, tight roping it through a little space, cutting off about a minute and a half, but we were going so slow in the back of that fence. Yeah, there's all sorts of dumb stuff. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, tell Kirby. It's like, why don't you want to walk to school? Why? It used to be you were the biggest nerd in the world when mom picked you up. After junior high, my mom picking me up was like, well, like the whole goal was to be independent. The whole goal was to not have your mommy and daddy there all the time. And now that's all they are. Each kid's walking. Except for those abductable ones. You get a little John Bonet on your hands, you go pick her ass up. You got Brady Jr. sitting there in fifth grade. Hoof him. Get, let him walk, for God's sakes. He's got high blood pressure. He's 12. Knock it off. He's so hard for me to walk, Mom. My face turns all bright red. All right, so. HPP. Kirby's, Kirby's route is 3.3 miles. That's, a, that's hoofing. That's a hoofing it. Uh... About an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. That's going to take her too long. Right, okay, I'll give you the three months, but there's got to be some sort of bus. That, wait, you don't have to go drag her around. But if they got a good system, that's different. You know? You know, make her walk a mile or two and then get her. It's in, 14. She's taller actually, than I, took, I am. Yeah, it's inside, it's inside of that. Yeah, yeah. you're about a half far. mile. It's a mile. They get two miles, same as I was. Yeah. Walking. 
He's running two miles like I was. Kirby's taller than I am. Nobody's picking her up and stuffing her in a van. She can walk. But you don't want her to be mad at you. <laughs> That's the problem. The real problem lays right there. No, I, I, I enjoy picking her up. No, of course you do. Nobody said that. Yeah, ever. I do. What do you enjoy picking her? That's a whole thing out I'm of your day. Two point three miles. Ugh. So about about the same length as John's yeah. walk. You enjoy picking her. You know why? Because that means raising canes for Brady. <laughs> it means <laughs> means after school snack. <laughs> Where are we going to take your birds? You know I could walk. You're never gonna walk again. You'll never walk <laughs> again. And she's under a year from driving, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're. Oh, is that okay. going to break your heart when she okay. when you can't no. pick her up anymore? No, I'll be all then right. you don't really like picking her up that yeah. much. But, uh, I might still have to. You just drive You're behind her. She's going to have a car. <laughs> You're going to get her. I'm her. saying she. You know who's saying she's going to have a car? Kirby. Not this guy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you probably are already looking. Nope. Let's get that. Yeah, no. Well, that's a big step, Brady. That you're not buying a 14 year old a car. I'm surprised. You will. Kirby will have her 16th birthday car. John, I don't know what Brady's talking about. Don't shake your head. (laughs) Don't you? Not right now. Don't have you met your? Have you met yourself? Yeah, because she doesn't know that's a thing. Kirby, if you're listening, you're getting a car on your 16th birthday. That's happening. Nope, not putting my foot down. No, that's been a powerful move. Daddy, why does this say on my 16? We're going to Sanderson Ford. <laughs> He's got a piggy up and going to a special place. Two stops along the way for Raising Cane, so that's a long drive. John, I don't know about what Brady's talking about, but I always wanted to walk home me from too. elementary school because I knew where the pot stash was in uh, the woods on the way home. Well, because of me. If wow. you had woods on the elementary way home, you were school. Oh, yeah, that's the thing that shocks me every day when I talk oh, to yeah. people who are getting stoned in seventh grade. I was a straight well, arrow, man. Yeah, that's... I had no idea what was going on around me. Seventh and eighth, but I, I wasn't thinking too much. On well, first I coached a sixth grade yeah, kids yeah. basketball yeah, team, and they were so. talking about blowjobs a lot. Oh, I didn't even know what that was. How about this walk, John? Back in the mid-80s, my wife had to walk from 86th Ave in Indian School to Collison High School. Both ways. That was nothing. Yeah. I don't know how far that is. That's far. It sounds far. But I'm not saying, you know, walking. I'm just saying, you know, I don't understand the And the other thing, you know, kids. when you grow up in uh, the Midwest or back east yeah. where in the winter, you're still walking. Awesome. Through the, the snow. It was great. Best day ever. It was. Yeah. Rain days? No, rain days sucked. Little. But you st- I used to like riding my bike in it, though. Yeah, hit that stuff from raining. Oh. We, when I lived in Albuquerque, we had to walk through a wash, like an arroyo. After a hard rain? Sandia Mountain. That thing would turn into a raging river. You know what we'd have to do? Wait. <laughs> it'll it'll subside. And then you truck through the disgusting dirt and mud that that was, and bodies and whatever else. Climb the other side. We had to climb in it and climb out of it. It wasn't steps. Just trashed your zips. And my parents loved me. That's the crazy part. I had like a decent family. They didn't. That's just what you did. I love it. I think it's great. But that line of people, like, especially in Arcadia, you're sitting there for two hours. Every one of you, like, nobody's walking across any major streets. It takes 20 minutes to get home from that thing, no matter what. And they're in line for, I was in that thing for 40 minutes yesterday. Easy. Sitting there like, I'm in the line. I'm in the crap line. I don't even know if it was like an orientation thing or not. I don't know what they were doing. Garbage. Speaking of teachers, John, I had a teacher at McEnemy Junior High School, Mr. Dorsett. He was a real dick. <laughs> had one of those rings where he would hit you on the top of the head with his ring Ooh. if he thought you weren't paying attention. He'd knock you with his Super Bowl ring. <laughs> with his Italian <Wow>. ring. 
Wow. Well, it was a fun story to read because I kept reading about what teachers used to do. And I'm like, that don't make sense. Is Kirby walking this morning? <laughs> no, our buddy Judge says uh, his wife, Melinda, drove their son to the first day of college. Oh, oh see, this is what I'm talking about. And that used to, like junior high, did you get dropped off at college? Mom, can I ever ride to college is the worst phrase ever. And my mom dropped me off. Mom's dropping you off at things after age 12 is like starts to get weird. Another one, we didn't have pot, but we knew where the box of porn was in the woods on the way to school. We knew where one was in the alley. We'd cut through the alley. That's where I was introduced to We Magazine with Mike Burke. Yeah. You found one? Found a box of them. And we stashed them behind them. We always called it OUI. We, we called it Owie. 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 We didn't know. <laughs> Go get that Owie Magazine. We thought maybe, because everything kind of hurt when you look at it. Like, ow. Yeah, that's what they call it. My pants hurt. We're looking at girls with... Someone got our box of Owie. It was gross. Like, we were grossed out by it. It was too much. You can't be introduced to naked yeah. ladies through Wee Magazine. That that's, was yeah, that's a like a gut of, pile. Keep oh, talking. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. I think I, oh. I think Mike told me, he goes, I'm pretty sure I'm gay because this is making me sick. Like, me too. Keep talking, Whitey's up on the Navajo Res. My mom dropped us off at the main highway by horse, which was four miles away. Yeah. The school, <laughs> another 20 miles away. <laughs> I'm laughing because there's no school in the Navajo Reservation. <laughs> Not true. There's just a road called Indian School because we remember them fondly. Didn't you say you looked up the history of that? Indian that School? I don't remember. There was a long time ago. Somebody, either that or somebody texted in. There's some. Got to be something behind it. It's got to change. Look, I'll tell you, I guarantee it's a slaughter. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, there was a slaughter. We should name it that. The Indian School Slaughter Road. I don't know what it was, but it was like the Indian school. That was the road we used to teach the savages on. <laughs> right. Had to be decent people. <laughs> Running around, slaughtering everybody with their Tommy Hawks. I don't know what it was. I'm we sure. We converted a lot of them. I'm sure the history of that road is horrible. Just awful. Speaking of racial slurs, you see the BYU volleyball game? That uh, This is a weird one. Like the girl serving. Uh, messed up and then went to her coach and said the guy in the front row keeps calling me the n-word and he's shouting it out so they kicked the dude out I'm like get out enough of you and the guy's like what do i do and he said, get out say the n-word to our one black player you son of a guy's like i don't know what's going on they boot him they kind of handle him throw him out you're out of here uh they've got video the guy's sitting there as quiet as a church mouse didn't say a thing nobody around it heard it the cop that when she said that he's calling me that cop and i didn't hear anything so they're, they're assuming that a dude just brazenly went to a basketball game and no one to else stand up and go, ah, ah, ah. and people are like, all right. Oh, it was they were playing Duke. Yeah. And the Duke volleyball The Duke players. team, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Duke, the Duke girl went over and said, that guy keeps calling me the N-word. I think she was having a bad game. So this dude, he's not even in it. So Every if, article does not appear to have he did. Nobody said it. Slurred. Nobody said it. And you're telling me that if, I'm, I'm not, you know, this is not going to be a popular thing. But you got to grow a little tougher skin, even if there is some racist in the front row. You just don't serve the next thing, and you turn and go, what'd you say? You know you're going to win that fight. If you're the black guy on the team or woman, and a guy's screaming that from the crowd, you stop everything. You just go, did everybody hear that? Because yeah. people would have heard it. Yeah. And you stop the game, you get him out of here immediately. You don't go to your coach and go, I think he's, he said it like five times. And, oh. she, and after evidently the didn't. match, they, the Duke players claimed the fan approached them and told them to watch their back as That's they possible. the team bus. That's possible. <laughs> but I don't know anybody going to a volleyball game. That guy paid 80 bucks to watch <laughs> that volleyball game. <laughs> right, to watch college girls volleyball 
The only thing you really need to worry about is him whacking off. That's Solo. A, yeah, some guy by himself at a girls' college volleyball game is not in it for the sport. He's there because he's jerking it. And he's certainly not there to just get his racist views across. That's the worst. Racists like to hide well, until they're in a group. He, he could have been subtle enough where he's saying it where no one else would hear it except her. So you're enough. telling me that no, like, no one, including the cop that they had standing by him, heard any of it. He was just magically whispering it into her ear from the crowd. Cops in on it with him. No, that's probably good true. one. Dave. Everybody good was good one. Say it again. I won't say a word. <laughs> what? We have to remove him? The dark one serving. Knocker stiff, bro. <laughs> the officer observed that when Richardson was serving, the student who went to Utah Valley University. Yeah. Was not even present. At it was in Utah. When she yeah. Was, when she was and that was the other thing. The one tape, he wasn't even there. And they went to kick this guy out. He came back with like ice, like a Dippin' Dots and like a, a <laughs> like an icy cotton candy. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, cotton candy. I'm sure you want her to pick that later. What are you talking about? What did I do? It, it, so she had a bad game and uh, well, you want to blame it on one person? She I mean, heard something. Some but, yeah. Oh, there's a whole bunch missing. But the dude got booted. And like there was no like. And then they went to the tape, and he wasn't even in his seat when she was serving, when she said it happened. And this guy's out on his ass. He, he definitely isn't helping his case by, if that is him, after the game. You got to watch your back. He, not, he acknowledged after, in an interview, said, yeah, I did approach, but I thought she was a friend of mine that played on BYU, because they have the same colors, apparently. What? Duke, colors? Duke, Duke, yeah, the oh. Duke, yeah. Oh, yeah, BYU and Duke wearing the same outfit. Yeah. And white. Uh, she says she very distinctly heard a very strong and negative racial slur. Maybe that's just crawling around in her head. Maybe she's self-hating. I do that all the time. I call myself terrible names in my head, like when I'm when I'm especially playing sports. You've seen me golfing. I just say it flat out out loud. You dumb. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that. You <laughs> moron. I'm horrible to myself. But then if I'm a little delusional, I might think, Hey, who said that? You just call me a. Brady? No, what's going on? Get out of here. I have you removed. There goes my cotton candy. Yeah, yeah right. I can I keep the dots? No, give me those dipping dots. Racists can't have dipping dots. I didn't say anything. Where'd really? you find them on the golf course? <laughs> oh, really? I don't know what happened there. I was eating dipping dots. and I, I did have I thought he was a buddy of mine. I was laughing at the cotton candy. I don't know if it maybe triggered that, but. Triggered? 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 I said triggered. Like maybe it's maybe she's just got something bouncing around in her head, and she like that's dangerous. But I don't think any like if you say that word, people around you are gonna be like, "Hey, asshole." There's gonna be some. I know if I was at a Suns game, the guy around, I took my friend out when he tried to touch the Asian girl in front of us because he said he'd never been with an Asian. He was drunk, and he kept saying, "Come on, man, this is Far East." And I'm like, "Stop touching her hair." Quit it. And then he'd do stuff like, dee, 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 I'm going to bang oh. you. And I'm like, all right, we're leaving. We're gone. Oh, we left in yeah. the second quarter. He was he was plastered. That was the game I was at. Yeah. And I went back and apologized to the people with season tickets. I'm like, I don't know what was going on with Max that night. He was so drunk. I watched from across the uh, opposite. Yeah. Just about you saw like, it. Oh, there they're John leaving. John's <laughs> going away. What's going on there? Yeah, because I had, uh, you know, the drunken racist with He'd lost his mind for this Asian girl, and he kept, stop it. Her hair's like silk. You think they bound her feet when she was not? Stop saying words. I've got to be here 40 more games. He was horrible.
Yeah, and it was early in the season, too. I had a lot of games left. I was going to lose my seats. It's right there on the ticket. If you get caught doing terrible stuff, you're out for good. We booted them. We walked back, and they're out. It's terrible. But I just, I don't, you know, even racists are better at being racist than that, than just saying the N-word at a Utah Duke volleyball game. That's not their forum. And then, I, you know what I'm going to do visit that, and if they have any players I don't like, I'm going to I'm going to be smirch. I don't see it. And then when they had that video. I thought of, I knew you. He's missing. Well, he didn't say, hey, I thought I knew you. He didn't say it. Like, all the evidence points to, like, what she was claiming wasn't even there. And then he didn't say it. Somebody might have said it, but it wasn't this guy. And no one else around the area heard it. Even the other players were like, no, we didn't know. Wouldn't you stop? Like, if you were, if I'm in a basketball tournament and somebody in the crowd is saying something to my one black friend, I'm going to stop and go, hey, dickhead, what are you doing? I'll it, stop the game. You start for sure. If, like, no one else is doing anything about this and right. it's a little out of it hand. It doesn't even matter on that. If yeah. somebody around me is saying that, I'm going to be like, enough. What are you doing? I mean, we're going to, uh, decent people would have stepped up if that was happening. Or should have. If not, all of Utah is in on it. And they love college girls volleyball to the point where they knew and they all joined up there. Anything's possible, but maybe it was a Colorado Rockies fan. I was waiting for that. <laughs> maybe just waiting in. for Dinger to come around the corner, or a Colorado. Uh, you remind state, me of Dinger. This Colorado State mining thing, yeah. and he likes the ore diggers. Anyway, the world's gone bananas, and I giggle at all of it. He's a pretty tame racist. If his uh, target is women's college volleyball in Utah, I'm pretty sure he's not gonna. Make too many waves. You can ignore him. And plus, you can ignore him because he's not even in his seat when he's saying it, evidently. He's not there. I did have... This is a good move. This was years ago. A buddy of mine was watching his daughter playing a game. He's yelling at the refs. Yeah. Like, oh, he goes, I got a little too over. Yeah. And so someone complains about it. He uh, goes down not knowing... Goes to the concession stands and comes back. They had already said, security, remove the guy in the red shirt. And as he's walking up the base of the stands, oh they're removing this guy in a red shirt. Wrong up guy. There. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? You took him out. Can I keep my dots? <laughs> Put your dots down, asshole. Nobody like you deserves dots. Those are delicious. Ast- Honey, I don't know what's happening, but. Astronaut ice cream is for non-racists. Oh. Cotton candy. I know exactly what you were doing with that. Uh, anyway, what is on the big board of musical treats over there? Uh, oh, I got to tell you, it's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop, and I just got handed this because it's September one. We're in oh, the month of September. New new slash prices. This not even slash prices. Check this out. They got a bike raffle for an e bike, a fourteen thousand dollar bike. Uh, and all you got to do is purchase one Action Raffle glove. You go and buy a pair of their Action Ride Shop gloves. You're in the raffle. You can click the tab on their website to do it right there at actionrideshop.com. One purchase, one raffle ticket. Purchase as many gloves as you want. It ends at uh, September 30th. This is a Santa Cruz e-bike, 14 grand. So even if you don't like e-bikes, win this and sell it. Outstanding. So uh, pretty sweet right there. Is that the one you got? No, I've got the uh, Pivot Shuttle. It's similar. It's almost the same. I mean, Santa Cruz makes a good bike. It was a nice bike. $14,000 bike. And they're raffling it off. Nothing to it. So you just got to buy a pair of their gloves. Yeah. Yeah, you just go get their gloves at actionrideshop.com. This is a great idea. Uh, And you can purchase as many as you want. If you want a house full of gloves, 
Put a hundred bucks in that, two, two, three hundred dollars, get some gloves. Knock that stuff out. The raffle ends at the end of the month. We'll be telling you about this a lot, but I'd get in on it early. And then maybe in a, you know, a couple weeks from now, do it again. Get some more gloves. Their gloves are great too for riding. Sure. That. Or just walking around the house in gloves. They're very comfortable. Uh, Santa Cruz e-bike. Those are not cheap. That's a $14,000 vehicle right there. I know. A bicycle for 14 grand. But. Top-notch quality, and you don't even have to like biking. I'd get on that, actionrideshop.com. Uh, Order that thing up immediately. I'd do it if I didn't have any legs. You get fourteen grand in your hands. Go ahead and good luck with that. And plus, if you don't have legs, you're probably in a wheelchair. Those gloves will come in handy for whipping those uh, wheels around. You don't want to burn your hands up or have filthy hands when you get to wherever it is you're wheeling in. She's so high. Bachman Why? on the list. Not sure. Is that the they, them, why. she, he's? I think it might okay. be. Uh, Boy George's They is on the list. He has a song uh-huh. called They? Apparently. Boy George does? Apparently. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, Rise from Pantera. They. Uh, they. Rage, Killing in the Name of. Waking the Demon, BF My V. That's a good one. Uh, Wake Up Dead, Megadeth. 311, all mixed up for your the, uh. they, them, she, them. All mixed up. Don't know what to do. We're the worst band that's ever been. Oh, I hate them so much. Uh, and now I'm going to rap. I'm a tough rapping guy. I rap all day when my friend sings real high. Oh, he raps. He is a rapper. Worst band ever. Next to the doors. 311. Again, I repeat. 911 greater than 311. <laughs> I would buy tickets to 911 before I would 311. Uh, right back at it again from a day to remember. Dude looks like a lady. Uh, no, I don't know. Go with the BFMV one. I haven't right. heard that for a while. I like that song. That's solid stuff right there. Uh, don't forget, Brett's out there this morning. Uh, blasting the 311. Uh, he's at Baseline in Higley, and it's the last day of Operation Hydration. You can donate a case of water. He's also got tickets to Clutch. They're going to be here one month and three days from now at the Van Buren. They're fun live. I saw them with Lamb of God. And it was such a weird crowd switch. Like, they've opened, and then midway through Clutch, an entire reservation started to show up. <laughs> like, it was just, I felt like, I felt like Custer. It was, <laughs> it was like this, and the whole place just went, and they were awesome. Like, they were into it. Lamb of God comes on stage, and all the Clutch people are like, what is going on? Retreat. It went nuts. It was fun, though. Like the Metallica Slayer. Well, no, it wasn't, because at least both of those bands are the same. Clutch goes on stage, not Lamb of God. It's a different audience. And people will stick around, but boy, you saw a switch out right where I was standing. Like, this is a weird mix. That reservation, I don't know what bus dropped them off. Thousands of them. Two songs left with Clutch like they had a direct line to Lamb of God. And every Indian that lives in this area just poured into that arena. And I'm like, this is great stuff. And then all the Clutch, you know, middle-aged 40-year-old dudes are like, it's time to go. It was the Alamo. It was just crazy. But the shows were great. The clutch was so good. Luck. Uh, and they were a little disappointing because they sped through it. I think as they knew that the audience swap out was about to occur. Uh, he's also got Bring Me the Horizon tickets. Uh, there's a good one also. So you got that. Brett's got loaded up. He's ready to go. All you got to do is go down there. Donate a case of water and he'll hook you up with a whole bunch of stuff. Baseline and Higley at the Safeway. And thanks to Safeway and Albertsons uh, all summer long for letting us uh, sully your parking lots while we collected a uh, drink for the Phoenix Rescue Mission. And again, 
can't say enough about how much you guys have donated. It's an amazing pile. That water is just, it's, and it's not over yet. They're going to go get another semi from the drinking team. Their warehouse doesn't have enough for that, so they got to get another room. Well, all the stuff we've got. The Phoenix Rescue Mission. Yeah. There's a guy, Travis, that's going to travel around and pick up all their stuff. And you don't have a big enough truck? It's no. going to be multiple. And this is amazing. So thank you guys for uh, for all you've done. Let's do it. What am I doing? BF Waking Mavie? the Demon. Waking the Demon. Good stuff. It's uh, BF Mavi. It's your wake-up song. It's 98KUPD. Go! It's true. Uh, it's Everlast right there. What it's like, and Brett's out this morning uh, finding out what it's like to hang out with you guys one last day with Operation Hydration with our friend Brett Vesley, who has done a great job this year for uh, pickups, drop-offs, and all the other stuff. He's at Safeway this morning, Baseline and Higley. Brett, this is it for you. Operation Hydration is over. Uh, well done, my friend. Thank God. Yeah, I know. They got him on the, they got him on the roads, not the avenues. Oh, That's man. That's right. And we closed, we closed you out in your neck of the woods. You're familiar. You, you know where <laughs> to hide. It. You know how to hide. You know that if you drive away, what you won't get into a worse neighborhood. That's why the West Side scares yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need my head on a swivel out here. It's yeah. great. It's all Brady's people out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. By the way, I got a text from Brady's daughter that said, uh, thanks for confirming that I will have a car on my 16th birthday. <laughs> and I text her back. I'm like, Kirby, you could have a car tomorrow if you just said, Daddy, I want a new car. And if you don't get it for me, you're the worst daddy in the world, and I'll hate you forever. Brady will break down and buy you a brand new Lamborghini SUV today. Yeah. Don't, yeah, man. You would, you, you would be there in a heartbeat trying to figure out, we got a lease program on these Lambos. That's really what it was, Daddy, a Lambo SUV. Got to have it. Oh, you're the worst daddy in the world. And trust me, I'll say so. <laughs> what Kirby wants, Kirby gets. Kirby's got to have that Lambo. It's going to happen. Does it come in pink? <laughs> yeah, she confirmed it. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, that's they'll probably she, she'll probably stop by and see uh, what your car's running right now. She's going to start eyeballing prices uh, for a little bit. Cause you're out Hopefully in the new Lambo. Yeah. All right, let's go to it. What do you got? You got uh, people, what, what are you giving away? Yeah, we're hanging out up here at, like you said, at the uh, Safeway on Baseline and Higley. We're on the southwest corner. You can't mess us. Got the tent up here and everything else. Taking your guys' donations for the last day of Operation Hydration. So swing by, drop off those uh, cases of water, pick up some cases while you're here. Or if you don't got time, you just you got to run through. Just throw us some cash. We'll, we'll take care of it. Uh, plus, uh, I got for while supplies last. Let's just say that when you dro- when you donate a case, I'm going to hook you up with a twenty five dollar gift card for Ordisups. Oh, so that, that's a pretty good deal. We're buying you lunch. Nice. But while supplies last, yeah. And uh, we'll send you up for uh, tickets to go k- check out Clutch and bring me the Horizon. So it's good all stuff. here. You Safe got way, a pun of it. Baseline and Higley, and you're giving them lunch. That's a good thing. Thanks to Porta Subs that's for right. helping us out all uh, through the summer in this thing, too. Operation Hydration coming to a close today as a Labor Day uh, weekend kind of signifies the end of summertime, even though it's going to be miserably yeah. hot all week next week and still feel like summer. Uh, it's officially kind of at the end. So nice job, Brett. Uh, keep us up to date. We'll talk Thanks, to you man. soon. There you go. Higley and Baseline is where Brett is this morning. Uh, what is that? Ranch House Grill. Oh, the Ranch House Grill dropped off food this morning, too. Well, this is nice. The KUPD burrito. That's right. They got a special. We'll get to that in a moment. That's pretty solid. So we'll get to the. We're going to. Brady, I'm sure we'll have it's his. It's a tiny. A tiny, tiny, tiny burrito. little Brady burrito. <laughs> That's a baby. I think Kirby weighed less yeah. than her. <laughs> <laughs> I swaddled it and I ate it. The burrito, not Kirby. Uh, it is Thursday, and Hooters is the place for fantasy football. Are you done your draft yet, Rich? Uh, done one. You done one? We of them? have the uh, KUPD one coming up on Tuesday. All right. Well, Hooters is the place to do it. Book your party at Hooters. You only got a couple days left for that thing before fantasy football becomes reality football. 
uh, a draft board one week from today, in fact. They give you player stickers, coupon book, over $250 in freebies. All you got to do is call Hooters. Schedule your draft party today. They hook up just about everything you need for it. And then you can have your uh, your draft party at Hooters and have Toledo be the commissioner of uh, the fantasy. And Toledo's fantasy football is uh, getting paid at the end. That big fantasy is when you win, you don't get paid. We're running on like 12 straight years of Dom telling me, you know, he still never paid me. Won the league. Second place got money. First place didn't. Dom was so distraught he went on the road. Yeah. With a band. Yeah. 21 Pilots. And knocked the guy over the other day. He fell down. The 21 Pilots singer fell down and busted up his ankle. Oops. Yeah. Dom is now the singer of 21 Pilots. Our former employee, Mark Randall, posted his team riddled with the Eagles out of his yeah, fantasy league. He's like, this is it. Just need uh, one player. Pretty By funny. the way, they'll be good. But Randall played for when we were in the old building. Maybe <laughs> six, seven years in a row. Never made the playoffs one. There's always a guy. I would be that guy. I can't play fantasy football because I, I won't Steelers. root for any other yeah. teams. I wish for uh, horrible accidents to happen to the other teams. So if I had... And it would be stupid. I would be smart to draft Joe Burrow of the Bengals, but I don't want him to do well. So then I'm it's counterproductive. I root only for the Steelers. And it's not allowed at my house, by the way, for Steeler games. Uh, John Sharpnick, our guy there that comes, he checks out his fantasy. You know, I have him on my fantasy team. Never to be mentioned again, or you get no food. <laughs> food and drinks are charged if you start talking about he's on my fantasy it's team. It's a good rule. You, you are, uh, this is not fantasy. We don't have unicorns and rainbows shooting out of our asses. This is a reality yard, and we don't talk fantasy. He's not my, oh, good, him on my fantasy team. He's Could a Baltimore Raven. Could you imagine Raven. if there's 15 laptops at your place? No. When they started that stuff, Sharpnick started to look, and I'm like, look, you can look up stats. Keep it to yourself. Awesome. The guy's got three touchdowns on my fantasy team. I'm like, they win that game, the Steelers are out of the playoffs. Are you happy about that? No drinks for you. You're off on drinks. Bathroom, Here's your bill. Bathroom privilege. I'll charge you. The bathroom privileges are revoked. You got to go to the Taco Bell down the road to pee. Don't mention fantasy at my house. It's not happening. I understand it exists, but I'm dealing in the world of reality, and I'm way too invested in one thing to have that turn into, well, who cares? And everybody, most everybody's Speaking on of, the same page. What do you got there? Breaking news. Broncos just signed Russell Wilson to a $245 million extension, Jeez. 165 mil guaranteed. Christ. $50 million a year? Five years? Almost Five years, 50 yeah. million. Almost. Oh, my God. Sierra's happy. 49 million. <laughs> yeah. Sierra, all of her songs are going to be about just being really happy. How many more kids do we have in rest? My husband's kind of a nerd, but I'm happy. Go Broncos. I'm married to the whitest black guy in the world. $50 million a year. Yeah, Russell is a complete dork. Who said that? One of the NFL players said that the other oh, day, too. Oh, totally. It was going off on Might him. Might have been Michael Robinson because he's it on was. the NFL he Network because he played with him for a little bit, but dude's, yeah. Dude's a dork. Come on, fellas. Anyway, enjoy your fantasy football. I fantasize about the Steelers being in the Super Bowl, and that's all I care about. Can't do it. I'd be in last place every year. I'd have Mitch Trubisky as my starting quarterback in fantasy football. Bad idea, jeans. Anyway, uh, Brady, please report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy uh, World Letter Writing Day. Nah. If you could write Not a letter gonna... today to anyone, who would it be? Torp. You'd write the old man a letter? Yeah. Why don't you just call him? You know, you can well, do I did. that. I know, that's what, saying, that's what like, I would do. But if I write him, you can do that right now. Yeah. It hasn't. He's, I can't right now. 
Sure you could. Sure you could. We'll, we'll take over. If it, I mean, if it means that much. <laughs> yeah. And also... Oh, I appreciate that. At his huh? age and in his condition, you don't need that three-day gap between letter and arrival. <laughs> right. You should call him or text him. It's, text technically, him. Yeah. it's technically six days. Is it? Huh? Well, it'll take him three days to finally to figure read. It out, you know, right. yeah. Well, you're right. Maybe nine days. Three days for you to write it. Oh, no. Is the vision going bad, too? No. On my his writing? handwriting? Oh, I'm sorry. Good I'm vision. Bad. The James Webb telescope <laughs> can't see that clearly. All right. You're right. But you deciphered it, though. I've been around him too long. Yeah, apparently. Sometimes I still can't. B's and E's look alike. I don't know how he does that. (laughs) And sometimes they're backwards. His letters are backwards. Like a D and a B? No, like an E or a C. (laughs) Like a G is a Q. (laughs) He didn't know his letters real good. (laughs) But he's learning. Every day. Someday. <laughs> every day. Someday. Every day. You try to get a little better every day. One That's day all that matters. You'll get there, Chip. Yeah. You have the worst handwriting I've ever seen on a grown-up. Or a child. Brett's pretty bad. Brett's is pretty bad, too. You two should write letters to each other. That's who I'll write a letter to today. <laughs> yep. Brett? Yeah. When he returns, yeah. we'll be... Got a couple of basis fun facts. The modern-day pirate accent... Arr. It comes from Robert Newton's portrayal of Long John Silver in the 1950. Disney adaptation of Treasure Island. Arr. Before that, there was no universal pirate accent. Because they were... How do we know? We don't have recordings. Well, yeah, but they like it wasn't like something people... Like, dudes who used to do voices back in the day yeah. didn't translate that. Did you see those pirates out there, gentlemen? Ah, here I come for your booty. They had words, but most of them were speaking another language anyway. Yeah. There weren't a lot of English-speaking Multi pirates. Multi-different yeah. languages on the... And right now, on the seas, a pirate's accent is, I am the captain now. <laughs> it's Somalian. The longest span between a movie and its sequel is 64 years. 64 years. Hold on. What was the second one? When did the second one come out? 2006. The sequel to. First one was 1942. Well, not, not a Humphrey Bogart movie, but no. What did they do a sequel to? I don't know. Was it Disney? Con- oh. Dumbo? Uh, Double Dumbo? What was the second one? Bambi 2. I don't I didn't even know they did Bambi. Straight to video in 2006. What's the lifespan of a deer? Not 62 Bambi, years. Did Bambi make it to 62? Like retirement yeah, Bambi? Yeah, it had to have been. Collecting Medicare Bambi? It's like the Game of Thrones. 62 years. So many generations different. Yeah. What's Bambi 2? years. It's uh, Bambi. Well, you understand that, Brady. All grown up. 62 years grown Goring up. Goring hunters. No. It's really... No, I well, don't know. that would know be that. nice. 62 years. That has to be like... 64 years. Great, 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 great grandson of Bambi. How long does a deer live? Like 15 years? If it makes it all the way through? No. There's no not way. that long. That's like Between seven to twenty generations of deer, cars, and predators. <laughs> I'm no just way. saying. Just <laughs> let's say they dodge it all. What's the lifespan of a deer? Maybe fifteen years. Maybe more than a I dog. That, They're I pretty frail. No, I would say time. ten. Say they live to be yeah, about ten. I, yeah, that would be my guess. But and that's like a really if at lucky the zoo. One. A lot longer. But oh, cool. what a zoo that is. Here's deer. White-tailed deer live about two to three years. Two Max- to three? Wow, Max- I was way off. Maximum lifespan in the wild is 20 years, but okay, very so that's what I'm few saying. live past 10. Yeah, well, that's ten, what I'm that's saying. Right, if they dodge all the problems yeah. and are the luckiest deer alive, they can hit 18. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get the... Yeah. 
Oh, that would be rare. It's going to be a, a buck. Yeah. You have crotchety old 18-year-old slow-moving deer. It's the last thing they need. So they they average two to three years before something eats them? Yeah. <laughs> or it runs into some headlights. Or that. Something gets them within two years. Even though they could tick on for another 18. Only a few male deer have lived in captive, captivity uh, to live more than 15 years. Yeah. So this Bambi, being 64 years later, it's like five Bambis removed. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a period piece and they're going back, like teen Bambi. White-tailed yeah. deer, uh, six to 14 years in captivity. Outside of that, you're getting eaten. Man. Two years. Can you imagine that? I could be 15. but probably not going to make it much past two. Because my defense is my third birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens if you're coming up on their third <gasps> birthday? <laughs> What was that? An arrow just went right through Dave's chest. He's only two, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, he had such a life ahead of him. In a new poll, 29% of people said being the grill master is the best job at a tailgate. <laughs> I didn't know there were jobs. This was authored by Brady Bowen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Brady's recent study to Brady. The, por- the person is important. Because 34% of the people agree that it's better to have just one dedicated person at the grill. Second most popular job is side dish taster. Uh, Followed by the game hype man. Another Brady boat. Yeah, this is Brady on Brady. Other tailgate duties include cup refiller and food server. That's not typically you too much. What is the... uh... The protocol for the grill is like there's a guy who makes like 20 burgers, flips them over, yeah. puts them on a table, and everybody goes and serves themselves. Yeah. I'm not drink Depends refilling at a tailgate party. Get it yourself. The average person minute, attends you two it. tailgates per year. Well, I mean, essentially. You host this, every Sunday, kind of a tailgate, but you're. Getting anybody drinks? You, what? Come get on. it yourself. <laughs> Pat's Pizza shows up about 12. There's the plates. Go nuts. I forgot. Uh, do you do you watch both games? You watch early and late. Uh, sometimes we straggle on to the late ones, but right. most of the time after the Steelers game, it depends I, on how much drinking. Everybody's got to go. What happens if it's a Sunday night game? Do people show we go. up early? No, 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 we don't watch this. No, you show up. At you don't game go into, You don't watch Fallon afterwards. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He'll be on, right? But we don't watch it. John, if Brady's letter to his dad doesn't start out with "I lost the Mo Money sponsorship sponsorship <laughs> on Rock Wars yesterday," pops. <laughs> The letter's worth nothing. Your boy. Uh, This dude named Rick Schoen is running for mayor of Winnipeg, Canada. Yesterday, he announced a cycling infrastructure plan that included plans to reduce bike theft. Yeah, that needs to happen. Just over an hour after his speech, his bike was stolen. Well, He ducked into a store to grab something real quick, went out, and bike was gone. Predestined. He goes, I feel so stupid. I was inside for two minutes. That's that's what I did with mine. He posted a photo of his missing bike, which is orange. Don't worry about it. Has that. a basket on the front. He's gay. That's a homosexual's Not bike. Not a hot set of wheels, no. but. That is a homosexual's bike. By the way, Brady, your dad just texted me and he goes, hey, tell Brady I got his great drawing. I said, no, 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 those are words. Those are words. It's not in there. He sent me a picture. He drew something. It's like a, a bunch of skylines. I'm like, nope, that's a letter. That's a letter from his heart. Oh, it's hieroglyphics, I think, right? There's a fat kid shooting an elk. I'm like, no, no, no. That is, hi, Dad. How are you? Is that the Cuban flag? <laughs> it's a Cuban. There's a star. There's a moon. I think he was just tracing Lucky Charms. Nope, those are his letters. 
That's how he writes letters, sir. Although, Trace and Lucky Charms, that's a pretty decent <laughs> guess. It would be a better letter than whatever you got from Brady. <laughs> you need a, a jeweler's eye to figure out what's going on there. There's a uh, road in Washington, D.C. that was renamed. Okay. It was Swan Street, and they renamed it to Swan Street. Two N's? Like Lynn Swan Street? Both have... Uh, Nothing changed on the spelling except the first Swan Street was after Thomas Swan, a 19th century congressman and governor of Maryland. But was they he found a slave out. Owner? Yes. Oh. oh, So now it's changed to William Dorsey Swan. They just loopholed it. Who was a gay slave. <laughs> oh, wait, wow. that's real? <laughs> I was laughing for real. That's funny. There's gay slaves today, by the way. He called himself the drag queen, the queen what of drag. Oh, yeah. He's a gay slave from the 1980s, not the 1880s, or 1780s. Jesus Christ. That's right, Mr. Slave. We're naming streets after you. He staged a series of secret balls where a group of formerly enslaved men dubbed the House of Swan, dressed up in women's clothes. What? He called himself the Queen of Drag. Uh, And when the cops raided one such gathering in 1888, Swan fought back, ensuing... Bitch. He was free at that point. considered to be one of the earliest acts of LGBTQ plus resistance. Time out, sons. 1888, there weren't any slaves. Weren't supposed to be. Formal, former oh, slaves. Oh, okay. So he, well, he was 24 years earlier they were done with that. Officially, he had to be like 60. Officially, Gross. Yeah. Yuck. So he got, got the fellas together. <laughs> so he's just a, a gay guy who could tote some hay. I can't stop picturing. Jesus Christ, Harriet. Jesus Christ. Right, Mr. Slave. Put this in your ass. Jesus Christ. Name a street after you. Mr. Slave Street. <laughs> they just call it Gay Slave Street. The most inexpensive. <laughs> That's politically correct, isn't it? There's yeah. great, though. But Gay Slave. I want to move to Gay Slave Street. Where do you live? I live on the corner of uh, Bethany Home and Gay Slave. What, what was the second thing? Gay Slave. Used to be called Barrage, but we found out that guy used to have slaves himself, so we just. Yeah, a lot of slaves used to take it in the ass, so we, uh, we're we naming stuff after them. My name is William D. Swan. Yeah. Nobody is, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to fight that one. He was a gay slave. All right, argument over. Call it what you want. So that's pretty, that's a pretty good loophole. They searched out from Confederate miserable slave-owning Swan, and they found a drag queen homosexual former slave. Untouchable. Like, you could, nobody can complain about that. You're immediately a bigot. I don't want to live on gay slave street. Hmm. Racist. And what if he took the congressman's last name or the. That's where he was working? The plantation oh, yeah. or wherever? Well, I don't know. There's a lot of wood. Look, you got me on how that all worked out. I just know that was brilliant. Find, find the gayest. Slaviest type person you can find and name all the bad streets. Any Robert E. Lee Street is now Ass Taker Jones. <laughs> Nobody's, not a soul is going to fight back. You're changing that. Yeah. I live her there on uh, Leroy uh, Cannon. <laughs> oh my God. Hey John, we- there used to be Robert E. Lee Road, but we had to get rid of that. Just got your Christmas card. I see the return address. Is that a joke? <laughs> no, no, no. I live on Cock Cannon Road. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> it's a rooster. <laughs> we think. We haven't looked into it. Oh my god, it was a gay slave's name? What? Nickname? Do you love roosters? 
uh, this town in uh, called Wittenoom, Western Australia. They've been uh, they're, they're supposed to be out of there by today. The town has it was a mining town. It opened up in 1943. People flocked out of there because there's flocked to that town. Bunch of jobs available. They were mining blue asbestos. Okay. Fast forward years All later, right. you got. To, uh, I was today years old yeah. when I learned that asbestos is mined. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I watched the Leave It to Beaver a few weeks ago where uh, Ward told Wally to go get his asbestos gloves. Really? Yeah. And you know, that's all that, uh, the the gloves you use around uh, ovens and stuff, you can still buy asbestos gloves. So he's like, I don't know, Wally. And he's talking to Wally about safety while he's at the grill. And he goes, Hold go. On. You can't buy yeah, asbestos gloves. Yeah, you can. Google gloves. asbestos gloves. It's, it's just gloves you wear for heat. And he goes, go ahead, Wally, and grab my asbestos gloves. And they used to call him that. And he put these big oven mitts oh, on. Oh, yeah. And he could just walk the in the Asbestos. Can't spell asbestos without B-E-S-T best. More than 2,000 workers and residents died there since 1943. You don't want to be around that. Roughly one in ten of the people living there. And uh, this one woman's talking about her mother is still living there and refuses to leave. She's got a nice ranch. I mean, she's dodged the bullet of <laughs> yeah. dying by cancer. It's in her 80s. Something's going to get her. Can't the blame town, asbestos the whole and time. And the town is actually not even on the maps anymore. They've taken it off. It's that bad. By, yeah. If you're in your 80s, you can't blame your workplace for where you're getting close to something getting you no matter what. Nearly 150 cats bound for slaughterhouses have been rescued by police in eastern China. An international welfare organization blew the whistle on this deal. The animals were crammed into rusty cages when they were found by police. They are heading to restaurants. I like to, I don't like, but the name Pussy Slaughterhouse is like the greatest band ever. But that's that they have. They facilities. use the cages. They also rescued thirty-one sparrows that were left over from how they were catching the cats. They put the sparrows in the cage. Cats would go after them. And they had, but so there's a facility where they slaughter cats, even though it's illegal in China. Yeah, they're. Uh, no, it's legal. Well, then what they arrest them for? Because where they the way they are abducting the cats, I guess, and maybe in the area that they got them, it's illegal. But this place. What in Yulin in southern China hosts a dog meat festival. Oh, yeah, they're big on that. Where live canines and cats are sold for eating. The tradition of eating dogs and cats in South China, the Guangdong and Guangxi provinces, dates back thousands yeah. of years. I hate it personally, but I can't be a hypocrite to it because India probably hates that we do that to cows. Right. So it's cultural. And I know that ours is different, and we would never do such a thing, but that's their thing. Throughout the rest of mainland China, cat meat is not part of the food culture at all. The COVID-19 outbreak appears to have further reduced the appetite for cat and dog meat after the disease was linked to a market. Yeah. Where cats, dogs, and bats. the Wuhan. Yeah. The China flu, Brady, that's what it was. And they gave it to me, and I got better. I don't need dog meat, and I caught it. This other guy in um, 
Australia rugby player Daniel White says he was dumped by his uh, girlfriend. They they're dating for uh, a little over two years, and he got dumped by her. And months later, her family won sixty-one million dollars in the Holy lottery. Moses. And they decided to divide it up with whoever was involved at the time. Oh. He would have gotten, got gotten 12 oh, million bucks. He didn't get it. He didn't get it because oh, she broke up with him just before. Oh, no. But he was on. So this makes the news. So they, on top of he, it all. He was telling the story. Oh, on top of it all. Oh, so he told the story. Okay. I yeah. was going to say the family were dicks and called the news and goes, and guess what else? We're not giving it to this jerk. So yeah. he broke up with her. No, he was dumped. Oh, man. And then they won $61 million. She's got a little bit of a sassy Ariana Grande. Yeah. And he looks like every douche that you'd ever imagine in a fraternity. Here's your that you $12 million dollar yeah. cut. Oh. Yep. That's why it's rough to uh, stop liking someone who's got money. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's true. You get in a, I, I try real hard never to fight with uh, my old lady friend Paula. Like she can say something horrible, I just agree with it. That's right. I don't want to get bounced out of that. <laughs> Some honesty there. That's true wow. honesty. I don't want. I don't want her to die, and I certainly don't. I want her to spend all her money. I don't want to do it, but I'm also aware. Just in case. Just in case. Uh, you know, we stay in her good graces. We're in good, good terms. Look, I made friends with her when she was like 80. I knew I knew the possibilities of me outliving her. There's this woman in Ohio. Oh, H. Okay. She was at a 24-hour gym earlier this week, 3 a.m. She was using an inversion table to work on her back. Uh-oh. Something went wrong and it flipped her upside down. That's what an inversion table's supposed to. Do. Yeah, but she got in a position where, well, we know why. There's a video why she got stuck, but once it inverted, there's no coming back. She was able to dial 911 on her phone. Cop I, show this up. video better show <laughs> something special. because Oh, what? it's not. No, it, there's a reason why she's stuck on the table, too. I mean, the gravity. I have an inversion she's table. She's Elaine Bryant? You can yeah, go, yeah. yeah. She's Elaine oh, Bryant. Oh, she's a big one. Yeah. But they have handles, and all you have to do is grab I know, but I, I you know, I'm going to guess 3 a.m., She's drunk. Maybe she's anxious. She just got her deal. And it's like, it, this is the time to get back in shape. Let me tell you this, though. All you have to do with an inversion table is put your hands over your head and then move them towards your hips, and it goes on its own. Might not know that if it's your first time in the inversion table. Oh, she's got a helper. That's the cop that came oh. into the 24-hour fitness, basically. That's the same inversion table I have. By yeah, and she didn't have the ability. You reach up and grab those handles and you give a pull. She's a monster, though, what you're saying. She has she the handles. She was halfway there. She is, but her, I mean, her tries look ginormous, but there's really Right not there much where her, there. she's doing that handstand with her hands on the ground? Yeah. You walk yourself forward a little bit. Yeah. I don't. Easiest, easiest rescue ever. There, look how they didn't I do know. a thing. Ah, she just wanted to meet the police. Yeah, it is 3 a.m. <laughs> See like three ninety five. My ankles are burning. Her ankles are burning because they've been they've been uh, responsible for three hundred pounds of support. The cops had to flip a fat lady over. 
<laughs> and we're mad at them. Stop it. You think the calls they Blue get? Blue lives matter. Blue lives matter in a big way. You'll flip a fat lady over. That's part of your job. And be nice about it. Hey, what'd you do today, honey? Hey, there's a fat lady who's upside down. I'm going to get her back up on her. Call the police. <laughs> that was a fun thing on my ride along. They have that computer screen in the middle of the car. And uh, the guy I was with is a. Uh, He's a guy who can go anywhere. It wasn't like he was assigned to anything. He doesn't have But precinct. he can see the list of all the calls. And some of them sit there for a while because they're stupid. And they got other bigger fish to fry. It's like, all right, let's go take care of this one real quick. And it was just like right, that it's like kind of tri- stuff. It's like triaging. You well, in a way, you're looking like, the top. this lady's just somebody yelling at her right. at the Safeway. That's, by the time we get there, that's going to be over, and she's going to yell at us. And so you go and look at other stuff. So then you start picking and choosing like he did. But uh, cops are on their way. Right, but he could pick and choose, like this one's, and it's kind of in a list of importance. Like some people are like, As "Guy, guy be. lost his wallet." Okay, we'll go. But usually, when they just got to go and take a report, that's going to be low on. How long do you think he uh, waited outside, just kind of looking in, left her hanging for a little bit? Like, oh. I'll go in a couple minutes. I would have stayed until she started to like move the inversion table over towards the kitchen because she needed food. She's hopping. She's just hopping <laughs> upside down, hopping towards the pop tarts. Let me get this straight, ma'am. You couldn't get off of the inversion table, would, but you hopped yeah, it over to the she kitchen. She would learn sooner to walk on her hands than she would flip it back over because she's starving. It's a good weight loss program to hang upside down for months. He rescued her and went and got some donuts afterwards yeah. at 3 a.m. <laughs> got a side of beef over at the uh, curves. It's upside down. I got to go grab that. Flip it over. I'll be home in a minute. Yeah, anyway. All right. I got one real quick. Right video. Go. This is a sinkhole. Uh, a woman created the sinkhole, more or less. It's the same lady? Just tell. Oh, my God. Earth just <laughs> ate her. The earth just ate this lady. If there would have been a difference of 50 pounds, I, I don't think it mattered. I think it was no matter who was walking over it. I don't know. That kid is right there, too. There's a guy yeah. standing right there. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, what's cone, she just sorry. walking in the road for, by the way? There's a traffic cone right there. There's a motorcycle. Like She's where she shouldn't be, clearly. The earth just swallowed her ass up. Right, you know it. what? I mean, what are the odds? You get rescued at the inversion table. You go outside. <laughs> earth eats you. <laughs> now sinkhole. Got a couple more. Well, that... it's only fair. You've been eating so much of the earth that the earth finally bit back. Got a couple more that have been sent in. Yeah, I can believe it. About an hour ago, I was upside down and I was trapped. And now the earth is trying to swallow me up. I don't know if the earth's trying to swallow you. You've just gotten so big, you're sinking in. So we have to watch this one all the way to the end. This okay. is why you should not play with fireworks. Don't play with fireworks. Starts off looking like Michael Jackson's bad video. Yay. A lot going on here. One dude just standing there. It's, it's a while, but there's a payoff. All right. You have some in his pocket. Well, it's going it. all around him. Getting closer. Those are just firecrackers, right? There's oh, a now it's up bangs. underneath him. Oh, he's on fire. Oh, he gets hit oh, by a car. I did not see <laughs> what that What a coming. finale. I did not see that coming. He gets hit by a car. Take it out. <laughs> Unexpected. You could have said, I'll give you a thousand guesses. Man. I'd have missed that. He gets hit by a car would have been like 1,010 on my... He just gets hit by a car. Oh, my God. Where did that thing come from? I can't believe Steve-O did that. That is awesome. A thousand firecrackers going off. The dude's in the midst of the fire and a car 
knocks him out. Brilliant. Uh, this one's a stripper pole training. Oh, my goodness, is it ever. She's upside down. That's an inversion. Uh-oh, she's learning the hang by your thighs upside down, so she's going to break her neck. Oh, scorpion! Hot scorpion. At least she's laughing. Well, you can't get any dumber, so it's okay that you hit your head. She is in starting out strong. She's in some kind of shape this way. And oh, 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 it's awful to watch a second time. All right. Those are fun. And then uh, one final All right, one. last one. Hurry up. Is, uh, uh, crap, I lost is this Jim Fail Nation? Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. Jim Reels. Oh, Jim Reels. But, uh, okay. All right. All right, I lost it. Sorry. That's right. Oh, here it is. Oh, girl squatting. Yep. Girl squat. She's going to poop, isn't she? She's down. That's a lot of weight. Oh! oh! Caught the hair. ponytail and ripped her to the ground. Oh, she scalped herself. Oh, ponytails at the gym. Oh, bad. Oh, a bad idea. Yes. <laughs> oh, Earth. How you entertain me. Anyway. I like that one. Uh, it's 826. There you go. Good stuff. I liked all those videos today. And I learned that Bambi 2 is a thing I have to look into. Uh, it, uh, is it the search for the killers? Like the fifth generation goes back through Ancestry.com and goes and gets the murderer of Bambi's mother generations later? Oh, I thought you were meant talking about the gay slave again. Oh, gay slave's the best. <laughs> I love the idea of gay slave road. You can't touch it. And they just the reveal. Gay slave road. You bastards. We can't fight that. Okay, says, come on, John. You know HGTV isn't coming to my house on Gape Street. <laughs> Gape. But you have to include that. Indentured <laughs> servant gaping road. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> oh, man. We're losing our mind. Uh, there you go. Uh, we'll check in with Bretton a little bit. He's over there at uh, Higley and Baseline, right? Is that where it was? Is that where yep. it was? Yeah, Higley Safeway and Baseline. The Higley, Safeway. And Baseline. Higley and Baseline. He's uh, got uh, your last shot at grabbing some stuff from him and dropping off uh, donations for the water thing, the Operation Hydration. It's a beautiful deal, and Brett's out there for one last time. So go be kind to him. He might give you something beautiful. It's 827. There goes your Brady Report. The- All right, there you go. It's a denial by seven deuce. Uh, glorious stuff right there. Just got off. Uh, Brett is on the line right now. He's out there. And Gilbert, the last chance to donate to Operation Hydration. And uh, Brett is experiencing what it is to do last chance radio drop-offs because you're getting crushed out there, which is great stuff. That's great. So yeah. last day we're doing Operation Hydration for the summer of 2022. Uh, if we're still here next year, we'll do it again. I always say that with a grain of salt. You never know. Uh, But it's always good. I don't know how many years in a row we've done this. It's been a fantastic thing. And even the year in the pandemic when we couldn't go out and collect, still got a bunch of donations dropped off, and people can do that. And just because we're ending it doesn't mean that this doesn't go on and the need isn't necessary for uh, the rest of the year. They they have needs out there. So if you want to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission, these are a group of people. You can always use water. Always. And and beyond water, anything they need. They're a great organization. And again, like you say, Brett, just uh, fire off some cash. Do whatever you need to do to help them out. That is one of the few. Like I, I, we, I got an email the other that made me feel good about this because uh, everybody's so jaded with charity stuff to think, ugh, you know, uh, given is is the thing I'm given actually going somewhere. It's the Dave Pratt that ruined it. You know, he would take money <laughs> for his foundation, which nobody really knew what it was, and basically what it was was him 
taking your money and using it as his tax write-off. And we've all been burned by charities and torched by all that stuff. And a guy emailed and said, seeing the pictures of you actually dropping water off at the facility made me feel great about doing this because it's just there's no middleman. There's no, like, pretense. There's no we have to cover these. Everything went right where it was supposed to go, and that's courtesy of uh, how great the Phoenix Rescue Mission is, the drinking team that dropped off all that stuff, and all the people that donate today. And you're getting killed out there, you said, right? We're getting crushed out here. We're hanging out here at the uh, Safeway on Baseline. Take will be here for another 10, 15 minutes or so. But, uh, look, I mean, it, 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 we got crushed out here by Brady's people so bad. <laughs> I'm going to have to have Drew bring a second truck out here. Nice. Because my truck is full. Even in, even the cab is full. The bed, the cab, everything. I am stacked here. Nice. But, uh, you know, look, a big thank you to everybody, even you Westsiders that came out and donated. <laughs> big thank you to everybody because, like you said, it, it's very important that this this is a great charity. It all goes to the charity. Nobody's lining their pockets here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, a big thank you to the drinking team who donated, like, all them pallets of water. And Scotty Karate stopped by and, and just donated another 10 cases. He just went to the store he's, and bought some more. He's a killer, this guy. So, awesome. He is. He's an animal. Yeah. You can trust that yeah. we're not going to Dave Pratt your donation, put it in our garage, no. and then sell it at a Dave Pratt uh, garage sale later. That guy is one of the biggest thieves on the planet. I'll go to court, and uh, if he sues me for defamation and say so, I have proof of it. He doesn't want any of that. Uh, and I always hate that, that charities do that stuff, that they're like, give us your money, and we'll do what's right with it. I love taking, like, for the Humane Society and just going immediately going, here's what we've got. It's yours now. And that's that even yeah. more so with this because the product we're asking for goes right to them. So uh, really cool that all you guys are participating in that, and hopefully – and that just gains trust between us, the listener in the show and the station, is that you guys trust us. And and it's hard to trust Brett. He's a oily Italian who, you know, he's always looking for the angles. But even Brett's on hey, the up- – I got a charitable bone. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but part of the do. deal. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's the fun <laughs> part is that even Brett isn't looking for an angle on this one. He's being nice. So, nope. Yeah, good stuff. Well done, Brett. And uh, and uh, you got Thanks. tickets for Clutch and Bring Me the Horizon. You got all that stuff out there for another 10 minutes, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Awesome work, Brett. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. See ya. There you go. Bert's out there uh, for a little bit longer if you're in the area, Baseline and Higley, and help us out. But the uh, the, the charity drive ends, the charity goes on. So I always look to tell you at the end of these things that even though we're kind of done doing this particular leg of it, they can always use more of anything you want to drop off. They'll be grateful for all of it. So thanks to the Phoenix Rescue Mission, Safeway, uh, all the people that helped us out with this thing. It's been I mean, we had Lerner and Rowe helping us out. We had Porta Subs helping us out. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. It's great. So thank you to everybody. Let me let me get right through that list. Porta Subs, Lerner and Rowe, Liquid Death Mountain Water. That also, they dropped off a ton. Uh, that was another one that helped us all through this thing. It's just been awesome. So great work. Thanks to everybody, all you guys who helped out. Uh, tears, hugs for all of you. We love you all. Now, uh, let's get back to Gay Slave Road and all the fun that uh, goes with that. It makes us good people who say horrible things, and that's basically what we are. It's 8.51. we got FanDuel bets coming up. We're 0 for a million on this. Let's see if we can do our one-year anniversary of FanDuel is this week. I would love to go back and recap our cruddy bets. Good Lord. And then go through my real bets and say, here, look it. I've done pretty well as a a general person, but the the fun, silly bets on the air, we just get slaughtered. Like, we're bad luck off of this. It all changes. The next 22 weeks are going to be glorious. Damn right, Brady. We're going to start showing you. It's 851. It's 98 KUPD. Thank you, Nirvana. Uh, it is uh, 9.09 in the morning thickness. I got an email you guys are going to really enjoy. Well, at least I will. You're really going to like this one, Brady. 
I'll get to it in a second. Thanks to Ranch uh, Ranch House Grill for bringing us out of those gigantic burritos this morning. I just went in there and I went to move the little styrofoam packets in. You couldn't pick it up. I, 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 I didn't go in with enough forethought to think you got to put some effort into this. It's like thinking you're lifting five pounds, you're lifting 30. My body was like, nope, we didn't bring enough juice to this party. You got to get a little more uh, inertia in on that. It's huge and it's great and it's on sale now. Uh, the KUPD burrito breakfast burrow yeah, it's the 98 KUPD breakfast burrow the big red breakfast burrito $9.79 hey i know where they got that 979 uh it's monday through friday if you want to go over there they're right there on 56 and thomas uh, sausage bacon we know it's in a burrito Brady. settle down four eggs <laughs> we get it tater tots eggs. those are ostrich eggs if there's only four eggs man that thing is ham huge. yeah all right well brady reads off the ingredients of the basic burrito <laughs> it's we get it, but it's a lot of it's what big. you're saying. Yeah, take your burrito, triple it, and it's a nine seventy nine, and you're gonna be, you're gonna feel it, family style. Porn changed that so much. Like it used to be such yeah, a did. nice yeah, thing did. to say, but now don't, family don't style is so bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it does. Uh, like when you say family style, I'm like God damn it, my brain goes, oh, you don't talk about that. Same reason I couldn't see the garage grunts without laughing. My <laughs> Listen to this. Now, you remember this morning we were talking about uh, the lines to pick up your kids at school and schools back in drive lines. Forever, the drive lines. You got to pick up those kids. It's like an hour to wait. Guy emailed me and he says, uh, my wife leaves an hour before school ends to get a decent spot. Right. Yep. And uh, has to wait still. So like, and, I'm, and I'm like, how long is the walk? And he goes, it's about three miles. It would take the kid about an hour and we don't want them. They're five and seven. And I'm like, there's no bus? And he goes, we don't want them in there with the kids on the bus. I'm like, bougie bastards. That's the problem. So it's just thinking your kids shouldn't hobnob. It's this whole everybody accept everyone world. And, you know, diversity is huge. And the kids don't see color or poor or rich or whatever. But you won't let your kids get on a bus with them. That's for sure. We want our kids to accept everyone. Except those miserable f- bus kids. Yuck. Anyway. So we talked about how you're – I've looked around. I've seen your kids. Your, your, your American kids are just giant sacks of used Cheetos. They're huge. The whole lot of them over there at Arcadia School waddling around like pre-diabetic heart diseases uh, in eight-year-old packages. They need a walk. Uh, Cheetos are out, John. It's uh, Takis. Takis are big, yeah. Uh, but either way, they're eating a lot, and I'm seeing it. And there's a few of the abductable ones. But the gigantic ones, you got to walk them home until they become abductable size, and then they're worth picking up. Otherwise, and this is proof of it. Keep them at the safety size. Yeah, yeah see, safety size is big, and they need to walk it off. Uh, this guy emails me. His name's Darren. He goes, John, when I was growing up, uh, I was what you'd call a husky kid. And one of the most traumatizing things that ever happened to me was one day I was walking home from school, and a truck pulled up, and a guy jumped out, knocked me over. All my books, my backpack, everything went flying. And he tried to get me up off the ground, but I just went dead. I panicked. He had his hands under my armpits, and he was pulling me and trying to pull me up. And I thought my shoulders were going to come out of the sockets. And he kept screaming, get up, kid, get up, over and over. And I didn't. I didn't fight. I just froze. He drugged me as far as he could to the truck's passenger door. Then a person shouted something. I still don't know what they said, but it made him drop me. And he ran to the other side of the truck and drove away. And I always thought, man, was I lucky. But after your chat this morning, I realized I was just physically unabductable. <laughs> my entire life, uh, I always thought my instincts kicked in, and I was just a smart kid. I prided myself on it. I actually told other kids, hey, if anything ever happens to you, just go limp. <laughs> but you've changed all that. 
thousands of dollars in therapy and things and doctors where I was always praised, brave, smart. You've been ruined by your tirade about being too fat to pick up. I'm 39 years old, and you've done this to me. I still love you, but honestly, something inside me has disallowed me to ever admit I was just too big a slob to get picked up and stuffed in a car. (laughs) Well, it saved your life. And your parents were right, pushing you back and forth to school. Man, too big to pick up. Most of the kids I saw at that elementary school, I got stuck in that line yesterday. Way too big to abduct. <laughs> Nobody's going to waste their time picking up a chub. And it, and it you know where back. the other ones are, John? What? They're in sports. <laughs> They're in after-school activities. Running around playing soccer and basketball. Meanwhile, Augustus Gloop over here needs a ride because he can't trying, make it the quarter of a mile to his house. To pick up the band kid in his tuba. Yeah, the athletes are getting groomed properly. Right. Well, they can run faster than the abductors. Like I said earlier, you got yourself a John Binet. You should get in line and pick that one up. It's a target. It's nothing to do with looks. It has everything to do with the business model of the abductor. You get a giant kid. Uh, you got to feed it like seven times a day or it's going to scream all the time. Sorry about that, Darren. I didn't mean to ruin it. But, you know, your story is both funny and awful. Did they ever catch the guy? Oh, that's you got to find out. He tried to pick up the fat kid and drug it's, him around the it's road. It's a no win for parents. There's stress on either side. Oh, sure. Stress that your one is really abductable, and the stress is, oh, man, too big, and I can't get him to. Well, there's a medium. There's a yeah. moderate in the middle of that. Yeah. Abductable, but uh, you know, smart enough to get away because they're athletic. Maybe could move. This big kid's defense mechanism was to go full dugong on the guy on the sidewalk, become a sandbag, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> well, Brady did it. It was him panicking, like, "Well, this is my fate." Like, the, really, his brain was basically he like, "Look, yeah. we ain't getting away." Until the guy yelled. Something, right. yeah. His whole body was the like... The guy was still working getting the dugong right. in there. Basically, his mentality was, well, this is this is my this is my future. This is There's nothing we can do about this. You're too fat the, to run. The fight or flight did right. not kick just, in. Just, just be as big as you can be. <laughs> Bloat up. <laughs> Blowfish, kid. That's all you got. You don't have a weapon. You don't have any brains. You just... But all those therapists are like, you're such a smart boy because... You, you realized at that moment, just going dead, not helping him at all. Like, no, I didn't. I just was too fat to pick up. Now, I'm not saying abductors. Now he knows are... what to do next time. <laughs> we should fight back, really. I mean, Wait a be... minute, at 39? Yeah. Gonna try to just in a... case it happens again. <laughs> what? He knows. Wow. Fight back. No. I mean, you could get attacked. I don't think anybody's going to try to drag you into sure, the car. Sure, it's a little further down the road. Yeah, at age 39. Man. Get in the car! Get in the car! What's going on? And he just goes dead. Uh, yeah, 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 this works every time. Not again! He's a fainting goat. <laughs> it's a- what he is, only a really big fainting goat. <laughs> it's horrible to think about, but the whole... Pro- I think in hindsight, it's hilarious to mentally picture. Guy runs out. I'm going to get that one. Puts the kid on his ass, and his, his defense is just like, dead weight, dead weight, dead weight. Become the sandbag. Sandbags himself. The dude can't lift him up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going through therapy, and he's going to people telling him what a oh brilliant, smart child he is. And in one stupid morning show rant, <laughs> you were all came unabductably down. big. Damn it! Yeah, all my all I was saying is everybody thinks their kid's going to get abducted. I looked at a bunch of them yesterday yeah. at that school, and I most of them are too big to abduct. There are a load of large children, and they need to walk. Hoof it. 
And I'll give you, you know, you got a distance and, you know, everything. But I do like sure. the, I do like the boot, like what Brady even said. Never heard much good happening on a bus. I don't know what you've heard about buses. <laughs> There's no stories on buses that are bad. Wrote a bus just, every day in well, school. I know, and then, then you don't want uh, Kirby hanging out with the likes right, of you. Exactly. That's basically I, what it I, is. I, I know what You're making his point for was, him. You know. <laughs> But basically, it's like, I try to keep Kirby away from the less desirable. <laughs> That's essentially yeah. what you said. Yeah. I want her to Maybe be. Ex- there's a little of that. Yeah. I there. want her to be uh, acceptable to between, people I approve Between of. the lines, Brady, for the squares tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I want her to yeah, like everyone so long as they're worth it. <laughs> it's poor people activity. Yuck. At least I'm open about it. I'm like, kid, really weirdos on a bus doing drugs. But the buses aren't bad. Buses no, are, I've heard good things about bus drivers. What have you heard? Well, bus drivers. How many bus drivers have you Come on. heard bad things I'm just kidding. I've heard exactly. hilarious stories about Right. Sure. Drunk. Gary Gullickson would take us to bus McDonald's drivers. at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Think about everybody that, a cheeseburger. Though. That's like plane crashes. 4,200 planes bouncing around. One goes down and everybody thinks the whole thing's unsafe. And One I, bus driver gets drunk and the millions and millions of bus drivers that go on day-to-day, two, three, four routes a day. Uh, nothing goes on. That's all you hear about. So bus, I did, buses. I did some are bus sad. time, yeah. not to, you know field trips and. Sure, but you wouldn't go back and forth day to day with those poor kids from. Greeley you know why you did that? Because you were forced to. You couldn't get out. <laughs> we had to go. I, we walked. Those hillbillies from the neighboring town. Blech. Pick up that dirty kid. And I'm get not getting on there with Mike Bike. <laughs> Mike Bike should have driven his international harvester to school, hillbilly. Anyway, it just makes me laugh hysterically that it's this whole inclusive children can't see color. We're doing he, she, them, they teaching. We don't know what scoliosexual is, but we're learning that in school. But God forbid those little mother meet somebody bad on a bus. Yuck, he's poor. He's a bus kid. Blah. You're teaching them exclusion constantly. Get on the bus. Meet the riffraff. The riffraff. They got to earn their keep. You got to earn it. You got to recognize what riffraff is. But becoming undeductible, I'm sorry to Darren. That's a very funny story. My, my, I mentally picture how funny that actually is. Just a big fat kid like rolling around on the side of the road and some guy's trying to drag him and can't get him in the car. Get in. Get up. Why well, was he trying to abduct you anyway? I'm going to look into that bus thing. Sure. I think Kirby would enjoy it. It doesn't matter if she enjoys it. It's Why a mode of transportation. Like You're not looking into bus. Yeah. You're, You're not, not going to do that. And Why this, not? No. Because the second Kirby says no, yeah. you're going to be like, well, right. well, if she says no, then, you know. Well, then that, well, I even thought about it. She's not going to say it. no. She's getting, a, she's getting a ride in a Lincoln every day. What does she need a bus for? If like, all she's going to I'm not interested. All right, just thought I'd toss it out there. Can I make you another steak? <laughs> I'll work on the grill. No, I was saying, that's why I'm saying she might like it. Hey, Daddy, my bedroom's not going to clean itself. All right, I'm on it. Sorry the about way that. She might almost like done. It. I'm almost done scrubbing with the pledge like you, re- you requested. The only way she might like it is if you make her ride the bus one day. You no. don't give her a choice. <laughs> He's not I know. making I, Kirby do anything. That's what I'm saying. You know what would happen? It'd be like, you're going to ride that bus. That's, that's the last word. Looks like I'm missing school today. Damn it. <laughs> I got nothing. Get in the Lincoln. Brett's back. Anyway. I missed it. You missed the letter from the guy who was yeah. too fat to be abducted. I heard oh, a little bit about it on the way in, but man. Yeah, we're 
trying to get Brady's like, maybe I will let Kirby ride the bus. Until That's Kirby not goes, happening. <laughs> See, even Brady, he'll send, he'll Brady send a stretch limo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not even I'm sorry. You're not doing that. Stop pretending. You won't even let her Be on there. Good experience for you, you made bunny face. You made your mom's face. When you you did. the bus. He <laughs> made that yuck face. My my little angel's not going to climb on there with Toledo's kids. <laughs> yuck. Big baggy pant jeans Mansfield trying to sell her vape pens. <laughs> my baby doesn't buying new that. merchandise on the Get on the marketplace of the bus. Daddy, oh, yeah. I met a cool new girl named Alex on the bus, and she was selling me vape pens. <laughs> you like vaping? I'll go to the vape store and get you some more doll. Get in the Lincoln. You're not putting her on any school bus. Your face this morning told the tale. Ugh, the bus. <laughs> Mike Bike rode the bus. Ugh. Anyway, to Darren, the kid too fat to pick up, count your blessings and go talk to your therapist about, like, you weren't brave, you weren't smart, you were fat. Congratulations. It saved your life. But uh, most of those kids at that school I saw yesterday, just going back to it. I love that letter. Thank you, Darren. And please, by all means, follow up. Did the guy get caught? Uh, and uh, how much have you spent on therapy that's just been a lie? <laughs> It's been all lies to you. So brave, Darren. I know it's been traumatizing. 39. It's been probably 30 years of this. I'm a brave little boy. It is never a defense. Give up immediately. Just lay there. <laughs> Hopefully you're too fat to pick up. <laughs> Worst advice ever. <laughs> you're getting attacked. The best thing you can do is turtle up. Possum. Possum up, kids. Act dead. They're like bears. They'll leave you alone if they think you're dead. You probably were having a heart attack, too. You might want to look into that. (laughs) Sounds like you were a giant. Anyway, the unabductable children. We'll get to it in moments. But thank you, Darren. You made my morning. That letter. (laughs) That's the best email we've gotten since that lady yelled at me for the beep meaning the N-word every time. (laughs) Kara? Haven't heard from her. Uh, It's 923. We've got our FanDuel picks coming up next. It's 98 KUPD. Walk your kid. She'll figure it out. It's all right. Uh, it is uh, about that time. Mush is having trouble with his betting, so we're working on that for him. Poor kid. After you ready? college stuff. And we're, we're in his wheelhouse, college football. Yep. He loves that college football. First thing, we bet the, today's FanDuel bet, we're going to do a, a, a three-leg parlay. This sucks. $10 bet, three-leg parlay. And he's coming off a rough August. We start September. Toledo's charity was the big winner. What? Yeah, Toledo's charity will get $110. Look. Yeah, yeah, look. Of course it was. Dick. Imagine that. A bunch of orphans are going to get money from gambling because Dick's in charge of the final number. $110 for Desert Tales Rescue. That's not orphans. I thought you were an orphanage. For the, um, the uh, uh, Sunshine Acres? Yeah. Okay. This says Desert Tales. <laughs> All right. I'll when did you switch? I switched the whole time. Oh. Well, how does that switch if then? If you'd like me to, do no, you. I thought. No, I just orphans? thought you were doing orphans. I didn't know. You can do whatever you want. It's your. I thought at charity. the beginning I said I would switch. Then how would I know about the orphanage? I don't know. Didn't we all think it was orphans? Did you think it was orphans as well? I you thought it was uh, orphans, but um, I'm with you. Tales. I looked at CEOs. It's an orphan. Richard Page. On the oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that right? CEO, COO, CFO. Vice President Dave Pratt. Yeah. 501c3. I don't know what you're talking about. Page. It's Page Pratt. 
Anyway, not Paige Plant. Although he's a plant. Anyway, whatever you got there, Desert Tales Rescue is getting 110 bucks because Brett missed every week. Brady missed three. I missed three. You only missed one, so you're the winner this week. But your uh, rescue's getting money, which is great. So I'll fire you that in a second. Today, three-leg parlay college football starts, and that's the only way to make college football fun is betting on it. It's the whole reason it exists. No one likes to talk about the truth behind college football, but its entire existence is solely because of the betting world and the money it brings in through that. That and the fact that it's gay, or not gay slavery, just slavery. We've been talking about gay slavery so much. You're hooked. I'm hooked on Gay Slave Avenue. I have to I have to live there. Swan Street. We named it after a gay slave. God damn it. They got me. Yeah, Brady and I, a guy told me, he emailed me, he said, you might be the most brilliant person in the world. So just saying you're gay, because if someone tries to remove you, it's, uh, I'm gay. No, you're not. Where's my free stuff? That's the three lines that happen. It's like, anybody, nobody can tell you you're not gay. And Brady brought up the scenario, what if I, at a restaurant, I just wanted to refuse you service? I'm like, all right, come to my table and say, hey, we're going to ask you to leave. And I'll say, is it because I'm gay? Immediately, the tables are turned and you're on your ass, sir. There is no way. Yeah, there's got to be a, yep. a reason why you're going over there. Where's my free stuff? That's why I'm a homosexual, scoliosexual, transgender. I dare you to tell me I'm not. Where's my free stuff? I'm a she-they. I'm a she-hulk. Who cares? I'm something. Where's my free ticket? Have you worked it out, Brett? We'll start oh, We'll start with Brady. Yeah. Brady's got his Ohio State Buckeyes playing this weekend. Gambling on FanDuel Sports uh, Book is the best thing in the world. You get $150 yeah. uh, just free. Win or lose guaranteed yep. with your first $5 bet. Uh, starting right now, and then NFL next week. It makes everything so much more. But if fun. you also if you have an account already, you can get a free bet up to twenty five dollars. Yeah. Uh, for NFL Week One, just open your account. Just open it up, and they'll give you a yep. hit. And I've been doing those first touchdown bets. I remember that with football last year oh, with the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was I was rolling in dough in the Super that night. We had the parties. I'm Didn't like, we get that next touchdown. They kept doing next touch. I'm like, it's Cooper Cup. He's catching everything. Boom. I had Odell Beckham as the touchdown, Cooper Cup, and I'm like, I'm knocking him stiff 600 bucks at a time. I made a fortune on the Super Bowl last year. I didn't make any of those bets on the air because the second we breathe it into the earth, it dies. It dies. Uh, Brady, you got your college football. I want a three-team parlay that you guarantee uh, as you talk about betting. Uh, college, you're the only one who pays attention to it. I'm not sure how much. I'm doing a, a three-leg money line parlay. Going with Ohio State Buckeyes. Sure. Um, they're heavily favored on that. 17 and a half point favorite. Um, my upsets, I'm going Florida over Utah because it's at Florida. Okay. Straight it's up. It's pretty square. Yeah, it's plus 122. Okay. And then South Florida over BYU. Games plus that no one cares about. Not even like regional rivalries. The only way to make that matter, put some money on it because otherwise, who cares? You that have to be is like, a. Uh, Hundred nine dollar pay. All right, what's your three, what's bet. your parlay pay? It pays one oh nine. The whole thing is yeah. only a plus one oh nine for those three games. No, it's a plus nine hundred and that's then that's what I'm asking. Oh, because I thought Ohio you meant State's what the so payout was. Yeah, that's what I said. Plus, yeah, yeah. The, so you're plus nine nine hundred. Yeah, ten dollar bet's a ninety dollar win plus your ten back. Yeah. Okay, so you get a hundred bucks. That's pretty good. Uh, Toledo, I'll look at you. What do you got? All right, I'm going uh, three leg spread parlay. Okay. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Taking Michigan at uh, minus 30 and a half. I like that. Against Colorado State. Taking Oregon at plus 16 and a half. To cover. Against Georgia. And taking Florida like Brady at plus two and a half. 
against Utah. Take him underdog. That's a plus six thirty. Two underdogs and a favorite. Okay. Uh, plus six thirty, so I'll get seventy three bucks. All right, Brett, what do you got? All right, do not follow my advice here. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to three leg parlay on the money line. I'm going to take Notre Dame over with over. their points. Yep. Oh, money line. You're money saying line. they win it straight money up? Line. Well, you're done. Money line. <laughs> it's only five. It's only plus five seventy though. I thought it'd be a lot higher. Yeah, it would be higher. Oh, you're going straight across on a 17-point underdog. All right. Wow, that is. Uh, Arizona State. uh, And, of course, I have to go with my team, the Akron Zips. (laughs) (laughs) I look for the Colorado State Mining School. Oh, maybe I should change that. Well, who are the Zips playing? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) They're just playing. That's all he has to say. That's my team. He's just looking to bet on him. I should take Colorado State. Why does that matter? Like that's ever going to come? Hey, like, I might change mine. I might change mine. Yeah, if like, you can find the colors, usually they yeah. come out. The MAC teams play pretty big. You know, the throw in Look, gets a check. Yeah, you're, speaking, a check you're speaking. Green. Upset. Yeah, it's upset does. week. It's not upset week. Nobody ever gets upset. They were bad to that's begin. What I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's upsets only because they had lure going in. Uh, my three teamer is all taking these gigantic spreads. Ohio State will cover seventeen and a half over Notre Dame. Alabama's playing Utah State, forty-two and a half point favorite. Covered. And they're going to cover it. Why in the world would anybody pay money to watch that? They're going to win by at least 42. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'll go watch something. Roll Tide. USC, 32-point favorites. They're going to beat Rice. Uh, the favorite uh, school of the Akron Zips is Rice. By is the that way. paying, <laughs> what, 10, 10 bucks? <laughs> All the kids from Akron, the Zips, had uh, Rice That's as their rice, rice was their safety school. Colorado State's uh, <laughs> Is that my team? The Colorado, Colorado State School of Mining. School of Mining. Oh, I don't they think team? they're going to. Yeah, that's why they're called the Ore Diggers is because they have a team. Otherwise, it would be no uh, functional school. They might not have a football team. They might have like. Put lacrosse. it this way. If it's not a FanDuel, yeah. you don't. Is, oh, they, they got a Ram. That's boring. Yeah. Oh, that's Colorado State. Yeah. Not School of Mining. Yeah, yeah. School of Mining is the Ore Diggers. Yeah, the Ore Diggers. That's for. right. All right. So there you go. Mine pays uh, uh, 75 bucks. It's a plus. 60, 640. Take those upsets, man. Wow, all those. Uh, They're all going to win. I got all. Covers. Look, when they when college, it's amazing to watch how those guys who first week you don't even know some of these players on the sure, field. Every time like, I say that, they forty two points. They know it. It'll like you didn't 40, even know it'll be forty three. Three of the players on uh, on Ohio State are brand new. Like all the receivers are gone. Like don't worry about it. Seventeen and a half, and they'll knock that stiff. The, yeah. They'll win by twenty. Glory. And then I walk out with some fun. College football's back. And the only way to make it fun is with the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Because otherwise, who cares about USC versus Rice? I'd literally rather watch USC just in a rice-eating contest. Brett's going to have Akron up on his phone the sure. whole day. Oh, yeah. You're going to be checking Didn't in on the zips. zips. Ah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's 946. There you go. Take it to the bank, you guys. We never lose. <laughs> we are awesome as a crew. The Hard Luck 4 were called in Vegas. Man, I wish you could see the ones I bet when I don't tell you about it. I'm doing great. Uh, it's 947. Thank you, FanDuel. Good luck, college football fans. It's 98 KUPD. Love it. Foo Fighters right there. The Pretender. It's 10.01. This week is flying yeah, by. It's Thursday. We're almost all done here. Again, thanks to everybody who came out to Brett this morning. Seeing that truck pull up and loaded. Man, it is overloaded. Packed up. Yeah. And uh, there's more coming, so... Operation Hydration is uh, awesome. I got a couple emails from people saying, can we still drop off at the station? I've got some stuff I've been collecting. Where we absolutely. Or skip our part. 
head right over to the Phoenix Rescue Mission or give them a call. If you've got a lot, they might come pick it up. You don't need us. We're the one telling you it's going on. You've been great to help, but it doesn't have to funnel through us. If you guys want to just do that on your own, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we appreciate all of it. So nice work, and thanks to everybody who helped out. It's been awesome all year. Summary. The guys from Mo Money Pond are still going to deliver a bunch, too, because yeah. they were collecting there. Oh, and Porta Subs had some in there. Yeah. It's great. So everybody's awesome. So thank you uh, for that. That's great. And it's come to an end so quickly. I mean, official Memorial Day to Labor Day. It felt like we just started this. Boom. Crazy quick. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. And uh, they're going to do an awesome thing again. They've got their seminar coming up for law enforcement uh, on September 10th. But they had such a huge reaction to their uh, women's safety seminar that they did. A women's only seminar. They're going to do one in Glendale and in Chandler to help out so you don't have to travel all over the place. So you got Michael out there in Chandler. you got Tony and the crew out in Glendale. Great people. And that's going to happen October 21st. It's going to be 99 bucks a person. And if you guys want to get in on that thing, reactdefense.com is the place to do it. Uh, they take the ladies and they say, here you go. Here's how you just, you're not a victim anymore. Don't walk around and be a victim like our friend Darren, whose self-defense mechanism is to turn into a starfish and just lay on the ground. They teach you how to it's not look funny. I, it's it's I, funny, look, but it's not funny. It's, because he got away, it's funny. Yes. If it was a horrible story where it's not funny. Oh, you got something for him? Okay, we're worried. Anyway, uh, you got to get this thing in. And ladies, uh, if you're walking around every day on the streets and doing whatever it is you're doing, uh, then darn it all, you need to take care of yourself and learn how and learn how properly. And it is an empowering uh, two hours they're going to do October 21st for uh, the ladies. So you can start signing up right now if you're interested to. Oh, it says it's uh, open to the public, too. You don't have to be a member, so anybody can do it. Like, if Medea wants in on this, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, and then I guarantee you afterwards you're going to be like, you know what? I need more of this in my life. So check it out, reactdefense.com. Seminars are amazing. Beyond the everyday classes and, uh, and instruction they give you, the seminars are ridiculous. Confidence-boosting machines. Ladies, you won't be the same when it's all over. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. It's in Chandler. And it's for you. And it's the home. Tactical Black. Brady, entertainment. It's the movie Disney would probably have stopped if they had legal grounds, but they didn't. So yesterday, it dropped the first trailer for the horror movie, Oh, the Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. How horrible does this look? Have you seen the preview for I it? I have not watched it, look. and I've got, and it's gotten good reviews. Oh, brother, like, watch this, Brady. You're going to love it. I just want my honey. Oh, trouble, trouble. You know, you're the first person I've ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Wait till you see Winnie, what they've done to, what they've done to Pooh. He goes back to, to the hundred acre hundred acre woods and uh, and they've turned. And I mean turned. We need to leave. Now. I really need to find out what's happening here, okay? Oh having been abandoned by Christopher Robin. Because he abandoned him as a child, so he's left to his own devices. So when he's pissed, became a madman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No way. yeah. All right, I'm in. They've turned wild. Have they shown Winnie yet in the preview? They did. Oh, I missed it. The click of his face. It's no. It's it's Winnie. He's just gone dark. He kills. Oh, oh there he is in the back. Oh, hot tub. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is a murderer. This is what I was I'm feeling a bit peckish. 
Look at him. That's Piglet. And as a team, they kill. I cannot wait. I'm in. I'm in. For how awesome this is going to be. Piglet have tusks? Oh! Piglet just headed a girl. I would have never left, I swear. Oh, it makes me feel terrible as all my childhood toys come to life to kill me. When's this out? Abandon them. It's coming out soon. Brady? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. (laughs) What a great idea is to take childhood classics and just say, you know what? We all abandon our we all abandon our toys. We all abandon our our childhood things. And if and we wish they were alive. Like Toy Story taught us they live in the attic and just wait for someone to play. Winnie the Pooh will teach us. They they abandon, they go Lord of the Flies and start killing people because they can't be trusted. Oh, what a great movie. I can't wait. I guess the filmmakers have already said they're doing the similar thing to Peter Pan. That's up next. Is it because the uh the time limit is up. Peter Pan. Since their invention, that they're now public. Because you can't do that with Mickey Mouse. Like you get sued. No. Evidently, they had. They get permission they from only Disney. They had so many years with Pooh. Huh. Oh bother! Time to start killing. Peter Pan. I don't know. I don't care about Peter is Pan. That just some twink some, around. Some transvestite. Yeah, murderist. Some transvestite gymnast flopping around. <laughs> Breaking into kids' bedrooms—that one never interested me, even as a kid. A killer in tights, all right, I'm out. Yeah, it's a woman yeah. dressed up, playing, pretending she's a boy. And then they, I don't understand the, the crocodiles and the pirates and all the Indians. It's racist. Yeah, TikTok croc could just be garbage. SNL asks fans who they want to host. Alec Baldwin. Close. Who? No, not close. OJ Carol Simpson. Burnett. Oh no, she'd be 89. And she'd pass Betty White by one year being the oldest host. We don't need that. That's like seeing Motley Crue live. You don't want to see. You don't want to see Carol Burnett in sketch comedy at ninety. It'll just ruin it. Jack Gleason. He was King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, he, that's he right. got hitched in real life. I didn't realize his name was Jack Gleason. <laughs> to the moon. Royson O'Mahony is who he married. Pretty good kill, but he's got a cheesy porn stash yeah. now. Good. Uh, during his 1968 TV special, Elvis Presley had an accident in his what? leather pants. The 68? The 68 oh, TV special. 68. That was the comeback special. Yeah, the leather. He pooped him? Nope. Peed him? Orgasm. What? So excited. This just now happening? I should say no, this. No, the guy's yeah, talking about the story because he was the guy that had to take the uh, blow dryers to the leather pants. This just now coming out? <laughs> Why do these pants smell like a sisu tree? <laughs> Elvis, you really enjoyed your performance tonight, huh? Do you have some mayonnaise in your pocket? What is Oh, my sweet Jesus. Elvis loves himself. Johnny Depp will join Jeff Beck for a majority of his tour dates this fall. So he, got, he found work. <laughs> the Gorilla's new album, Cracker Island, will be out in I February. I do, too. Looks right to Brett. <laughs> It'll include uh, Stevie Nicks. Bad Bunny and Beck. These are the days I miss full albums because I would frame Gorilla's Cracker Island oh, yeah. on my wall. They released a song yesterday with Tame and Pala. I like Tame That's it. All right. There you go. All done. Again, thanks to everybody who helped out with Operation Hydration. Great work. Drinking team and everybody who dropped off even one bottle. Amazing stuff. Thank you for everything. 
You guys always follow through, uh, and uh, we appreciate you. More than you can imagine. Unlike Dave Pratt, we give our charitable donations to the charity, and it is pretty nice of us to do that. But you guys are the ones dropping it off. Pretty great. I think it's great that you help. Uh, also, thanks to the uh, ranch house for dropping off that giant breakfast this morning. Ridiculous. Yours is in the fridge, brother. Right. Amazing. Your baby. Yeah. <laughs> Your swaddled baby that you're going to eat. Oh, I'm feeling a bit peckish. I can just eat this baby. Oh, Winnie the Pooh killing people has got me excited. Uh, we're done. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Bye.